All the jitters, all the butterflies. It reminds me of a song. You know Paramore? Yeah, I... I of Paramore. I've listened to them a few <laughs> times, but... I have one of their albums. Oh, did you have Paramore? No, I had Riot. Oh, yeah, Riot. that's the one that like a lot of people had. So. That's the one that had like the one on Guitar Hero. Yeah, well, oh, I didn't play it because I heard the song Crush on the radio, and then I was like, I kind of like this. Oh, yeah. And so I picked album. it up, and then I was like, oh, this is the rest I think of they this only have, okay. like, four albums. Yeah. It, it brings out my inner teenage girl. Yeah. It, yeah. Yeah. You, that's a long <laughs> you know what I mean. Yeah, oh, I know. <laughs> Are you ready? Yeah, I'm good to go. Are you ready? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to episode four of Bitcade. My name is Ryan Emore. Joining me, like always, are these beautiful gentlemen over to my left and right, over on this side. Quinn. <laughs> <laughs> and over on this side. David. You I, know, I can I, do that too, Quinn. <laughs> you know, I never, like, because I intro myself. I was thinking about this while I was editing uh, the full podcast. The other day was that I say Ryan A. Moore, which is my Twitter handle and like yeah. everything. Do you guys want to go by anything other than your first name? Or do you I'm care fine. to? I mean, you don't have Twitter. No, right? I am not. You have I'm Twitter. I'm an old man. I'm too old for Twitter. Because <laughs> there's an age? Yeah. If Donald Trump could have a Twitter, then you could have a Twitter. I'm not going to go there. <laughs> it was an age thing, not a politic <laughs> thing. No. Um. No. No, I, you guys don't even say your last names. Well, you said it once. Yeah, I don't care. My name's David Grout. Okay. My last name is too long to even conceive. <laughs> and we've <laughs> talked about that already. <laughs> oh, man. I That's it. why I can't say it. It's like a giant... It's like a spell. As soon as you say it... <laughs> it conjures <laughs> up. Yeah. Is it just like a bunch of vowels? Yeah. It's just say it once. Uh, Vatisirisac. That's what it is. Oh, okay. What what it, what it, uh, is that like? Uh, some people it? think it's Russian, but it's actually Thai. Okay, it sounds oh, more yeah. Thai than yeah. Russian. I was gonna say that sounds like the name of a species from like a space. Game <laughs> oh, like like Mass Effect. Yeah, species? like oh, we found the. Va- I don't know. Yeah, I believe in school <laughs> I had the long. Well, not <laughs> I don't know, I the longest it. last name, but one of the longest last names. It's like so it's eleven letters and five syllables, I think. So something. when you were going through high school, how did that work out? When the substitute teacher had to go in and they get to your name and they're like, oh, they just go. Quinn. <laughs> <laughs> They're calling everybody. But some uh, people would be like, Susan Bourne, I got uh, quit. <laughs> They'd be like, Quinn. And then I'd be like, long last name here. <laughs> you just got to own it at a certain yeah. point. Ladies and gentlemen, this is BitK, the Primal Target, official Primal Target video game podcast. Where we talk about video game stuff, news, things like that, just in general topics. Um, and then you guys can watch this on YouTube, YouTube in search primal target because i was gonna say youtube.com slash primal target but they don't give out urls anymore so youtube you know i want the url anyway um you the viewer can watch every topic throughout the month and every single week a new episode is posted plus at the end of the month you can watch the full entire video for you to watch anytime you want and also at the end of the month you can go over to soundcloud.com slash primal target and download the full podcast audio to either Android or 
Apple, it does not matter. There's no discrimination towards that. Now, we're going to get into our topics. The first topic for the first week of April is we're going to talk about the Switch. Third and final time. <laughs> so Is it going to be the final this time, is, though? I don't know. Maybe, probably not. Maybe Let's not. be honest. That's it's not good. good. I mean, it's, a, <laughs> it's not good. Yeah. So, it's just it's the shiny new toy right now. Exactly. It's the, it's the everybody wants it, and this is what we got. So... We actually, I, I countered what I was saying in the like previous podcast. I actually did get one, um, and then you've had it as well, I had it and we've one. already said that. Yeah, yeah so, um, day one. So I guess what we're going to talk about in this one is more of like the games we've played and how we've liked those games specifically. So the first thing we're going to talk about is the games. Um, what games have have you got? For we own two. You own two of them. We okay. own two. Of course, we own, I own Zelda. Two as well. Okay. I, I don't. I think the only people who who bought a Switch and didn't get Zelda are the resellers. Pretty that's much. Probably, I yeah. think that's pretty much the only people who ever. If you see anybody trying to, yeah. Yeah. Everybody I know who who purchased the Switch got it for Zelda. Mm-hmm. Um. But I've got uh, Zelda and uh, Snipper Clips. That's what I've played so far. Okay. But, yeah. I I also got Zelda, and then I also got Binding of Isaac, mm-hmm. which I've really loved playing Binding of Isaac on the Switch. Um, have you played, you've played the Switch, right? Yeah, I played only one game on the Switch, though. I played 1-2 Switch. Oh, okay. I, I have not I played, played that, so I'm curious to hear about that. Um, so, I guess, before we get to Zelda, Zelda's gonna be the big one. Um, what have you thought of Snipper Clips so far? It's fun. I think it's probably the best value game, other than Zelda. It's mm-hmm. probably gonna be the best game you're gonna get for your dollar. Twenty dollars um, for a party wise, like it's a, yeah, it's a good party. I believe you can play it one player. I believe there's a mode to play it one player. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't remember. I don't remember because I've always played it just default two players with my girlfriend, and we're tw- almost forty levels into it. Because the way they have it set up is there's like this grid, and I thought oh, for, you know for twenty bucks it was just oh there's just that one grid, mm-hmm. and, and each grid has like. So it looks like graph like taper? Well, no, it's not like a grid. It's like the levels are marked. Like there's a level here, here, here. And you just kind of go through them. Like it almost looks like um, like a, a, like a mobile game in terms of like its level selection screen. It's oh, like there's okay. a level here, here, here. Um, and there's like, tw- I think there's like 12 or 12 or 18. I can't remember off the top of my head how many levels there are in each little world. But I thought that there was only the one world, but we're on to, like, world three now. So when I first saw, like, just the one world, because it didn't tell you there was more after that. Yeah. At first, I was like, oh, well, this is so all it, we get. So I, it's kind of like World of Goo or Super Meat Boy, where they show you this is, like, they show you level one, one. Yeah. But they don't tell you that there are more to yeah, follow. Yeah, okay, basically. Yeah. And um, and I didn't know that. So when we first started playing, I was like, oh, we only get, like, 20 levels for 20 bucks. I was like, oh, I don't know how I feel about this. I don't know if we got our money. And then when we finished it and saw there's all this whole new like section of war- of levels we're like oh okay yeah i see why the and we're up to i think like the third um like little world mm-hmm. in it and um it's a neat little puzzle game um cool. there's been a couple little frustrating moments but but that's what you get with puzzle games yeah you know? it's a puzzle game yeah. you know it's when you know i have an idea she has an idea and our ideas are kind of clashing with each other so i heard there's kind of like it's a really hard learning curve but as soon as you get it yeah, it's it's really fun. Like, um, yeah. Well, I want. I don't know. I don't know about the learning curve because the levels progress in difficulty in a nice way. Okay. Um, the biggest issue we had was trying to figure out the gears, 
Because there's these gears that are shaped with like you know points like a gear, and you're supposed to spin them, and we couldn't figure out how to get a sh- how to cut one of us into a shape to spin the gear reliably. Yeah. But once we figured that out, um, uh, uh, it, it was we got past. We know how, we see a gear, we know exactly what to do. Sweet. Um, so there's like these. They teach you elements of the game that you're gonna. Yeah. Go right now we're having. Yeah. Right now in the in the area we're at deals with a uh, a lot of liquid mechanics. And these little creatures that can't touch the liquid, they can't touch you, and they can't. I know, I, I you know, they like fly by the screen, and they they can't touch you. They can go through your feet, but they can't touch your body, and they can't touch the liquid. And you have to like cut yourself in a way to like move the because the liquid is just like going like just straight across the screen or straight down. And you have yeah. to basically deflect the liquid. That one reminds way. me of that. What's that Disney game where the alligator thing? You know what I'm talking about? I it was have... like the where you had to like there was water, and you had to draw the lines. Someone in the comments will know this. Disney alligator game? You know, yeah, yeah, it was no a Disney idea. game, but it had an alligator, and so you had to get the al- the water from point A to point B to connect the pipes, kind of thing. Anyway, <laughs> but, <yeah. laughs> I get what you're saying. But, but we're having a hard time with with one level. Where's in my particular. water or something like that? I don't know. <laughs> but yeah, we're kind of stuck on those. We haven't quite figured out how to deal with the water. Okay. Um, okay. at least on this particular map and it got, it got a little frustrating. So you've been playing one, two switch. Yeah. I actually played with five people, wow. not all at once, but we did, there's like, um, you can get teams and you switch off and you fight each other yeah. and it's like sort of like a board game sort of thing. Yeah. I think I saw like fun house play like that. Yeah. But, uh, it's a actually surprisingly fun game. I thought I was going to hate it. Did you do the milking one? Yeah, we did like all the mini games because okay. on the well, we played a few of the random mini games of our choice before we started doing the board game, and then we did the board game, and you are forced to pretty much play games, and we played quite a bit of them. Not, mm. I don't think quite all of them, but so is it better than WarriorWare? That's the big question, because it has all the Warrior has all those mini games. Oh, you had to think about this. It's not as fun. No, there, do you think this game should have came with the Switch? Like, does it feel like a, was it 50 bucks for this game? It's a $50 game. Yeah, yeah I think the game should have came with the Switch, because what I compare it to is more so um, like Wii, Wii Sports. Sports. Wii yeah. Sports. Uh, although I think it's funner than Wii Sports in a way, uh, because the way this game works, all not all of its mini games are good. There's quite a few that are, like, filler in there that are just, like... They had to get a quota, and you're like, ah, oh, well, I see where you yeah, kind of cut corners on this one. One... Where you, you, there are no spoilers to this game, so yeah. you might. As well. <laughs> there's one where you just like, there's a phone in the middle, and then you just got to pick it up and then answer it. Mm. But you got to answer before the other person, and it's like it's kind of cool, I guess. The other lame one is this meditation one where you like, you got it chooses a pose for you at the beginning of the thing, and you got to hold your like, what are the switch nunchuck things called? Uh, Joy cons. Well, yeah, the, the Joy cons. Okay. You got to hold it, and you got to hold your pose longer, and uh, still more still stiller whatever uh than your opponent and that's a pretty boring one i think too but there's quite a bit of few fun ones like my favorite one was the one of them was the cowboy one and the cowboy cowboy one is really cool because there is a 
a timer thing that goes off and then the guy says draw and you oh, got the one that they yeah, been doing you gotta the... flip it up and then you gotta shoot your opponent and also it takes into account sort of like angle direction so my friends both were trying to go super fast because they were like oh i don't want to get shot first yeah. and they both drew and they shot at the floor because they pulled the trigger <laughs> too early <laughs> nice nice <laughs> and i was like oh my gosh but i think the best thing about this game is honestly is the fact that I kept looking at the screen, right? Because normally when you play a video game, you interact with the screen. Mm -hmm. uh, but with this game, you're actually supposed to look at your opponent, and it's sort of like an interaction between you and them, and you don't ever look at the screen. You're supposed to imagine the things that are happening. The only time you have to pay attention to the game is for sound cues mm. and also like the rumble feature on the Joy-Cons. But it kind of like made me feel like a kid again when I'd play at recess and go, oh, yeah, well, I'm holding a sword right now, and he's got he's deflecting my attacks and stuff yeah. like that. And I think that really fits into uh, Nintendo's sort of motto or creed is the, a lot of their games are supposed to make you feel like, oh, you're a kid again or whatever, bring back that youthful feeling that you once had. Got it. The other game I've been playing is uh, Binding of Isaac. Uh, not a new game, but it's like, I don't know. I, I own it on, on Steam as well, and I've played it there. But, like, playing it on the go makes that game, like, there's times where I, I will be sitting, uh, like, during work. Like, I'll be sitting at break. Mm -hmm. And uh, and Biting Isaac will, like, 15 minutes, I can pull that out, mm -hmm. play the game, call it good. Um, because it's just, you know, and, and it could kill hours. Like, just trying to kill time uh, in portable mode. Um, not much to say about Binding Isaac. I mean, you can't really review a game that's been out already for like it has three iterations of it now. There's Something like, like that, yeah. Rebirth, Afterbirth, and Afterbirth Plus is the one that's the Switch version. Um, but I guess going into how I play, it goes into playing style. Well, I guess well before we get that, we're gonna yeah, talk about Zelda. Um, but yeah, the uh, the, the Binding Isaac. There's there's times where. It, I wanted a two-player game, and I actually was gonna buy Binding Isaac in in the Switch and not buy Zelda. Uh, and I'm glad I bought Zelda. But there's the the reason why Binding Isaac is cool is because it's two players, and so I can just like, oh, you want to play this with me? Here's the controller, and we, and we start playing. And mm -hmm. I've played with multiple people that exact way, and just you know, during break, I'm like, here you go, call it good. Um, but we'll get into that later. So Zelda. You've played a little bit of it, but you played it on Wii U. On the Wii U, yeah. So I'm curious to see how you liked the Wii U version. Um, but Zelda, you played probably probably a little more than I have. Or well, I don't know. I don't know. I have only have maybe. It's kind of weird to judge the game because you can't see how long you've played. Yeah, so. I've I've only played it for maybe ten. I only have maybe ten or twelve hours into it. Um, I don't get. I don't play the Switch that often. Mm -hmm. um, it, it, it. We got it for my girlfriend. It's her device. She plays on the Switch. I play on my Xbox. You know, we have a good time together on the couch. Uh, she's got over like a hundred hours in it already. Jeez. She's already beaten Ganon. And accidentally and though, too. She accidentally <laughs> beat it. Yeah, because she was in the castle looking for the Hyrulean shield. Okay. I probably said that wrong. Um, no. It's Hylian. Hylian? <laughs> Hylian? Okay. No, it's not. Uh, You're a liar. You're no. a liar. It's the Hylian shield. Right. 
Well, <laughs> I don't know it if is. he's lying. I don't know if he's lying or not. I can't tell either. Here's, I would, thing. Here's I the thing for those that are watching. Quinn will make up some convoluted thing, yeah. totally think about it, that it's good, and then by the time you look away, he's like, no, that was totally yeah. a lie. Once yeah. we're done with this video, I'm going to pull out my phone and show them what it is. Okay. All right. Um, All right. Fine. We'll go with that. The, the classic blue Zelda shield. Okay. okay. And it's in apparently it's in Hyrule Castle, and you can explore Hyrule Castle uh, without triggering the last boss fight. So she was in Hyrule Castle looking for the shield, and she accidentally triggered the fight. She walked in the room on accident. She was just was like, "Oh, I'll I'll just try it." Mm-hmm. She beat her first try, mm-hmm. which I was like, she, "Did she have the master sword?" She did have the master sword, oh, yeah. Okay. Right. But and she did, ha- and she only had three of the divine guardians yeah three of the four the, the beast the, divine the divine beast, beast. Yeah. yeah she only had three of the four or i think they're guardians i don't remember i don't think they're beast um um and she ended up beating them first try hmm. now hmm. i don't know about you but i don't i beating a, a boss first try to the final game boss first try to me is like uh that doesn't seem yeah normal I don't know. I, I feel like there's probably either a, a difficulty spike missing somewhere, or I'm not saying my my girlfriend is is bad at games. She's an ex, <laughs> she's an excellent gamer. Okay. Um, it's uh, not like she's gonna watch she's this not, or anything. Yeah. No. No. She she's a fantastic gamer, and, but I I don't know. I just felt it was weird to to be the final boss first try. Like I don't think I've ever done that. Mm-hmm. I've only beaten one boss in Dark Souls once, ever on my first try, like ever. Everybody else took like hours, but you know, I watched her fight it. It took her like a half an hour, but it was primarily her just dodging attacks. Yeah, you know, and then just attacking when she can. Um, but I, I, but um, but yeah, like I said, I only got maybe ten or twelve hours in it. I've only gotten to, I just got to the. The, the first, first little area, <clears throat> the first little area that you're supposed to go. So you're to. off the plateau, and then you went I'm down plateau, and you met the I'm old down. lady. Did you meet the old lady? No, I haven't met any old lady. Uh, okay, that's the first area. Like the first little yellow dot, you go in, and then there's like a town, and then there's a little shack thing. You go in there, you talk to an old lady. Yeah, because I got to the this town that's in like this like, it, like ravine. Yes. Yep, yep. That's I got it. It with that's like there. with a shrine up here. And yes. I just went up to that like shrine, and then I stopped playing, and I haven't. Okay, played since. so you didn't, oh, I haven't you didn't actually, go back. To I haven't gone. So I'm a into little bit town. farther than you. I haven't gone actually into the town. Yeah, yeah. So, but um, but yeah. yeah, I, I, but yeah, that that's where I am in the game. Okay. So yeah, I'm not story wise. I'm literally like two steps away from you. Yeah. Um. So when when I play Zelda, I I played it. Uh, on 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 Twitch twitch.tv slash primal underscore target you can go there follow um, there's a um, I played it for the first time there and so as I was playing I was uh, you know I did the main mission thing I played about three hours on the stream and then after that I've been just kind of doinking around whenever I get a chance in Zelda's in the Switch mm-hmm. um, and as I'm playing it I'm kind of like uh, after I got off the plateau which is the end of the of the stream that I did. Uh, I decided I'm gonna boot. I'm gonna I'm gonna beef up a little bit. Mm-hmm. So I go over to the the shrines, go get a few towers, go all this stuff, and I spent maybe, you know, I don't know, 
eight eight hours, eight ten hours, and I've not just completed any of the story. Yeah. Like I, yeah. and then finally I got five orbs, so then I boosted my uh, stamina up again. A lot of people keep telling me don't get the stamina. Here's the thing. Here's the reason why I'm doing stamina. First off, the dude on Twitch told me to do it. Second off, <laughs> second off, the the I I see where he was coming from because there's times where you'll be climbing something and then all of a sudden you fall down. There's like there is one tower you cannot do unless you have enough stamina. Mm-hmm. So I was like, well, I see this and running or dodging or anything like that, you know, it like uses your stamina. So I don't want to be like, you know, running into a situation where I don't have stamina. Hearts, you can still get annihilated and lose like two hearts. If I'm going to lose two hearts, then it's not I I guess it's not going to matter cuz I'm going to die anyway. But um, now that I have two stamina things, mm-hmm. I'm going to probably go for hearts at this point because you got to get the Master Sword and everything like that. <laughs> I have no idea what my cat is doing. <laughs> no one's watching him this time. So no, it's he's kinda... probably trying to get into cover with the possum pants, what it sounds like. <laughs> so anyway, um, yeah, I, as, I, I've never played Zelda. I actually did not like Zelda. Um, I didn't think it was a fun game. Uh, the, now that I have played this, I, I do think that it's, it's, it's a great game. I don't think it's a 10. I, and that's coming from somebody that hasn't played that. You have like, no nostalgia factor it. for it. Yeah. No, no, you're going, I'm, I guess I'm not unbiased. blinded. Yeah. yeah I'm not blinded by it. Yeah. Um, I don't, I, I don't think it's a 10. I do think it's like maybe an eight or a nine. I haven't, I can't give a full review cause you know, I've not played that much of the story. I think that some of the mechanics in the game are great. Um, there was actually a time I'm stupid when it comes to puzzles. I'll figure out the most convoluted way, and it's the easiest way. Here's one of the te- – they call them shrines, temples? Something like that. Yeah, yeah. anyway. So you go into this little temple thing, uh, the, the trial, and you uh-huh. try to go, jeez, man. Oh, are you done? Are you done, big guy? Okay. So there's um, – you go into the, in the thing, and so the way that it's all set up is that – there are three rooms. You walk, you go down a little elevator thing. You're in one room. You have to open the doors. Now you get these special abilities. I got a magnet power thing. You mm-hmm. got to open the I door. Mind, yeah. Open the door. You go through. Then there's another room that has four squares in them. Right? Have you mm-hmm. been to this one? I don't remember. Okay. Don't so remember. there's four like platform things. One you can get stairs to. The other two are the same height. Don't have stairs. The other one is double the size but has like blocks on top of it with a little chest on it Mm -hmm. so and then there's another set of double doors so i walk in i go see the double doors i pull the double doors out go in there there's a chest i'm like all right cool get the chest walk out then i'm like okay if the door was magnetized then something else in here is magnetized so i hit the magnet uh i walk around and i see that in the tallest one you can actually pull a brick out you can pull this block Mm-hmm. And so I pulled it out and it's about two times the size of Link. So I'm like, all right, cool. So I have to use this. So in my mind, I'm like, how do I use this block to get up there? And, but there was a chest in there too. So I went in, got the chest, you know, opened the chest, got some goodies, walked out. Now I have this block. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, all right, how am I going to do, get this and go up three stories high to get to the end of this trial. Mm-hmm. This is what I okay. I'm gonna tell you how. Do you want me to tell you how it's supposed to be done, or do you want me to tell you how I did it first? Oh, it doesn't matter to me. How do how do you want me to do this? The uh, the way it was supposed to be done, or the way I did it? 
<laughs> the way you did it. The way I did it. Okay, so I there the blocks that were on top of the 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 two story one. I I decided to take the magnet thing and start clearing them off. Like I just started knocking them all off. After I got about like three or four, I they're not magnetized. They're stone. So I'm like, all right, well, I take the bomb, I blow it up, and it starts moving across. All right, no, I freeze time, start hitting it, mm-hmm. and then it projects Before, it over. Yeah. So then I get about I get two of them over in that area. Then I take the 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 block, the big magnet block, put it on top, uh, and then I go, oh crap, I have to get across. So I bring it over, put it between the other platform, crossover. Then I take the magnet block, put it on top of the two, jump on top of it, take the chest mm-hmm. <laughs> that's magnetized, put that on top of it, jumped on the chest. Jumped on top of the platform, walked over, completed the task. Yeah. This is not how that you do this. That doesn't sound like that. <laughs> no, from the ones that I've played, from the ones that I've played, it, that doesn't sound no, like that kind of this, a puzzle. Like this, was the, to this took me about like 30, 40 minutes trying to figure this out. Because in my mind, I'm like, well, I got to use this block. <laughs> so it's something to do with the block. No, you take the door, you blow it off, take the door, put it on the side, and walk up it like a ramp. I'm like, let's, because that's what my, my, uh, that's what Christian said. So I was like, did not do that. Did not do that. But, but the thing is, what I do like about the game, as much as I, I think I broke it at that point, but the game gives you everything you need. Like after you get off the plateau, you have everything you need. You right. have all the abilities. You just are lacking stamina and lacking heart. That's all. Yeah, and gear. And yeah, and that. gear you can find, yeah. but. Um, one thing I don't like about it, though, is the fact that I think the enemy encounters that are not in the temple things are a waste of time. Why do I need to fight these people? They're like, oh, well, you can get the, you the, know, the chest. chest. Most has... of the time, they're garbage. I don't yeah. want anything in there. <laughs> yeah. So it's, uh, I don't know. I the the If it would have gave me XP, it makes sense. I don't know. How are you feeling? as You're a Zelda fan. You've played the Wii version. I don't know how much you've played of it. I played a little bit, just goofing off with the controls and, like, climbing up random stuff right now. I didn't get to start from the beginning. So my friend just gave me his Wii U pad and was like, here, goof around for a little bit. And the controls are fine, and it doesn't look nearly as bad as I thought the Wii U version would look Mm. uh, in comparison. But um, you get XP from enemies in that game? No, you don't. Oh, you don't? That's why I'm like, I'm just going to break my stuff on this guy. So why am I wasting my time with this guy? Oh, so your problem is that your weapon is going to break if yeah. you fight that guy. Oh, I just don't I see, see the need to do it. Now, I do get the whole, like, oh, well, if you kill out this camp, then you got the camp. You got the little fire. Mm-hmm. You can do whatever you want. But I just don't – There's, I see the reasoning of why they're out there, but I just don't see why I need to do it. If that makes mm-hmm. sense. No, I get it. Yeah. I skipped a lot of them. Yeah, I'll just run. I'll I, see them and I'll the, run off. Yeah, I'm like I don't need to fight them. I'm just tired of having to go through like two or three weapons in a fight. Like that, that drives me nuts. And then you can get a you can get a way better sword by fighting one of the guardians. Like you can get uh, the little little spider walker guys. I, I'm talking about. I, oh, talking oh, about. the guardians. Yeah yeah. yeah, yeah. My friend fights those all the time. They kill him in one hit. <laughs> <laughs> you got a block. You got to get the shield out. Um, I don't know if he has a shield. I haven't actually seen him use it. I think oh, he just there is shields in that game. Uses I don't know how far along he is. I assume pretty far because he plays it every day. Um, on his at work. Mm-hmm. Uh, but 
I never see him use his shield, and most of the time he just uses the glider thing and flies yeah. above them and attacks them. Yeah, I mean, I, I when I play it, well, the thing that I notice when I play it is, for, for me, if I'm playing a game and it makes me wish I was playing this other game, that's a problem. It's not worth it. At that it's point. not worth it. Like Because when I started playing uh, Breath of the Wild, um, I, when I was done, guess which game when I went and played right after? Skyrim. I went and I went and go play Skyrim. Yeah. Yeah. And so, you know, Rebecca was like, uh, you know, can, I, I would like to play Zelda. I was like, yeah, here, here you go. I wasn't like, no, I want to get this done. I want to do this. I was like, oh, okay, here you go. And I just now, picked up I, my Xbox controller and turned on Skyrim. I know it sounds like we're totally crapping on the game. The game is great. It yeah, is, yeah. There's no if, and, or but about the fact that it's a great game, if not an amazing game. Yeah, I'm not going to deny It's not that. a masterpiece. Yeah. I can, it's not a 10. I don't I think don't it's think a 10. It um, it's maybe a very high 8, low 9. I'll agree I with think that. that. But, uh, there's just quirks with it that I that I find unnecessary. It, it's primarily like the weapon breaking. Um, I feel like the, the camps, as you were saying, aren't. There's no real purpose to them. They're just kind of there. Yeah. I, I mean, and but this also take with a grain of salt. I'm not a Zelda fan. I don't. Did this game make me a Zelda fan? Not really. Uh, I do think it, it like I've had fun playing it, um, but I just don't. It, is it worth buying a console for the con, for the game? Like you, you, you're even saying the Wii U version is not as bad as you thought it was. Gonna no, be. it's not nearly as bad, but. There's things yeah. you wish that it, you wish it was on a switch, or um, no, I did. Did playing the Wii U version knock you for like like were you like oh well no if you can only play the Wii U version and you have like a Wii U, if you don't have a Wii U or a Switch, I would suggest if you have the opportunity buy the Switch and then buy Breath of the Wild for the Switch. But if you already have a Wii U and you don't have the money to get a Switch or whatever, because that's a lot of money, yeah, I would just say buy on the Wii U. Yeah, yeah. I, that's probably sums it up right there. Yeah. Um, yeah, because I'm not like I, I've I've played uh, uh, I've played all of the the major console Zelda games. I haven't played the handhelds. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, I played all of them. I haven't beaten all of them. Um, but I have played all of them, and it's and I don't consider, and I never really got hooked on the whole Zelda thing, because you know, like their their fans are crazy, like my girlfriend. I mean, <laughs> you should see the wall that my well, girlfriend the, has. The, for I, Zelda. The, your Zelda Switch over there. You got yeah, the... yeah, she got the officially licensed. Oh, the dock has the the yeah, Zelda it, logo on it. Do you yeah, have two docks? All, no. Oh. No, that's all the the decals. Oh, that's a decal. Okay. Yeah, that's all the the, the yeah. Because it's, it's in the spot it's, of where the switch logo it's, is. Yeah, it's completely covered. Okay. The whole thing is completely covered. Because uh, we got she she also picked up the officially licensed Breath of the Wild. Yeah, they're all officially licensed stuff. Like yeah. everything. Yeah, that I've my sister. Not my sister. My girlfriend has a whole chunk of our wall dedicated to <laughs> the Legend of Zelda. I mean, yeah, it's right there. Um, I don't know if it's in the shot. No, I don't but, think yeah. it is, but um, because she's she's a super fan, and even though I've played them, I am not at her level, and I know that there's a lot of people that are, mm-hmm. and they're all loving, you know, Breath of the Wild and all that, but it's not, it's not for me. So, 
I, I, I guess <laughs> we're just talking about the Switch games, but yeah. we get we got to kind of yeah, progress here. Um, but the uh, the playing style, I'm curious to see what, what you, you, you've been playing it. You guys have been playing it more handheld. Is that right? She, well, she primarily plays it handheld. Um, just because she likes, she'll play it in the bed. She'll play it on the long part of her couch that she likes mm-hmm. to lay on. Um, and then, and then that allows me to play the Xbox. Yeah, that was. But does she ever? Does she ever play it, Doc? Yeah, if like if when I'm not home or if I'm still asleep or if I'm not on the TV or the Xbox, she'll play it, Doc. So she's more of a every use. Yeah, she she uses it all. Yeah, yeah, okay. all around. Yeah, um, she probably. Mostly though, plays it in handheld mode, just because if we're up at the same. Like time. if you were to say percentage wise, you'd probably say sixty forty. I'd probably say eighty twenty. Okay. Okay. Eighty twenty handheld. So Christian, I was talking with him, and he he plays it primar- primarily on the TV. Okay. He docks it all the time. Now for me, I, I I can't speak on his, so that's what he plays it on. Now for me, I play it handheld. You guys have seen me at work. I yeah. play it all the time. Um, cause it's just great. It just kills time. Like I, what am I going to do? 15 minutes. I ain't going to give me nothing. I gotta, gotta, that's, a, that's some binding Isaac timer. That's enough to run through point A to point B. That's really all you can do in yeah. 15 minutes. Um, but yeah, the, uh, I play handheld. I've always liked handheld games. Uh, I mean the game boy was my first game console. So the game boy color. And I, I enjoy the fact that I can play this whenever wherever i want um i've never actually killed it like i've never ran it to die mm-hmm. um i'm still looking for a freaking charge cable nintendo where's that at i have no idea where that's at um but yeah there's there's a lot of uh times where i will be like oh this is i can, this is an opportunity i can pull it out like mm-hmm. i can play this um and going into you know playing with friends um i i hand whenever i have binding eyes again uh i had tyler play it with us like i played with me he was sitting there he's like oh you got the switch i'm like yeah uh and then we're playing i'm playing binding isaac i'm like you want to play he's like i can do that i'm like heck yeah and so i go and change it to two controllers which took me forever to figure that out like it's not obvious on how to do that uh, i think they need to make that oh it isn't it isn't snipper clips no well you well oh, you mean in, binding isaac it is. well you have to hit home yeah and you have to go down to the tap the the little joy-con controller thing and then you have to configure controller and then hit left left right and then left and right and then sync them and then they're good oh interesting because with with uh one maybe it's because it's a nintendo license game maybe yeah because once you switch it just says all right well left like we turn it on we're gonna be like okay two player all right and it has oh but see there's no two player selection you're in the game and then you just pop in it's I just see. like a pop-in thing. I got you. Yeah, um, cause with the one-two switch, it's just like, do you have, is it one player and it has the one person, or is it two players with two and you hit two? Yeah. And then they like kind of separate, and then, all right, well, this this controller is this one, this one's that one. Yeah. And hit a tool. Yeah. Um, so when, but but it's like the, you know, it's like the commercial thing. And, I, and I've even done it with my brother of where he was he was sitting there. I'm like, we can play this game together. He's like, right, we can? I'm like, yeah. And so... I just hand him the controller, and then we're just, you know, trying to play. We'll try to beat the dungeon crawler, you know, of what Binding Isaac is. Um, and I, I like that aspect of it is this couch gaming, mm-hmm. and Nintendo took the couch gaming and went, you can do this anywhere now. You yeah. can bring this console anywhere. I've not, I have no idea how the whole online situation is going because the, the only game that's like that was the Splatoon beta, as far as I know. Christian had a hard time connecting to that, so 
I, don't I didn't know. cry. It, it, it's yeah. uh, so I'm not sure about multiplayer online wise, but as for local multiplayer, I enjoy it. I I've always wanted a console where you can just go, hey, let's play this game together. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Binding Isaac has been great on doing that. As much as it's kind of a pain in the butt, the game itself is a big up. giant pain yeah. in the butt. Well, not really set up. It's just a really hard game. Oh, like, I got you. Okay. When yeah. when you're your Isaac, player yeah. one's Isaac. And then player two is this little, like, ghosty kind of guy. But it takes one heart away from Isaac. Mm-hmm. And then if the heart disappears, you can't earn any hearts as the as the blob. As soon as the blob dies, Isaac has to make sure he has at least two hearts mm-hmm. in order for the blob to come back. Um, but anyway, yeah, it's, it's fun. I've had a lot of great times playing with it with other people. And that's kind of like my playing style is mobile and playing with friends is... I have to say, it's been a really fun time. Yeah, um, yeah. I I I have a hard time playing with it in handheld mode just because my hands are larger. I have to use the the pro controller, and the problem that I have with the is that you can't charge it while playing it with the pro controller. But we did get that stand finally in that they have for it, mm. and so I'm able to do it now because that lifts the the console up itself, so you can plug it in and charge it. Uh, see, I think the 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 controller was something I worried about because as soon as I open up the box, they look really really small. Yeah, they look really. But small. But as somebody that plays it in, you know, I take the Joy Cons off and I I sit there and play it. Yeah. And that that's how that's how I play, and I actually the more I've the, the at first it was very like uh, these are really like small, but after I've played a, a little bit with it and I've added those those little bumper things mm-hmm. that I bought, um, that those add a little more girth to them and so i'm like these actually feel fine i have no problem with them i don't think they're that small and a lot of people that i uh played with have said oh i thought these were really small Mm -hmm. but now playing it when they got to play it in the in the side mode they're like oh this is not that bad yeah when is it when we're playing snipper clips i'm having in the side mode and i have the little strap attached to it Mm -hmm. uh, that's okay but if i have them like on the unit itself and Mm -hmm. i'm playing with it you know and like in like this mode yeah i can't i can't do it well i not for too long i can't do it for too long so let's go into games that we're looking forward to quickly uh, i'm looking for mario kart 8 mario kart and 8 mario yeah. odyssey i'm i'm not so on odyssey yet but were you a 64 know. fan i was oh okay yeah i was a huge uh mario 64 fan i remember uh, the day that i saw yoshi on the roof and i was <laughs> you know uh what, what are the games you looking at? mario kart and mario kart is is pretty much the one i'm looking for now i'm waiting just to see what is gonna come out but there i'm not because they said street fighter is gonna come but i'm not a super like i'm not a street fighter fan mm-hmm. i don't play the fighting games i think mario kart's gonna be fun on that here you go play let's yeah play. that's exactly why I'm, i think i'm why i'm the most excited for it because that's gonna be a real that's that's gonna be a i think a much better on-the-go multiplayer game than like than snipper clips or binary it's gonna be a lot more accessible a lot it's gonna be a lot more fun yeah i I feel like you you said you saw the shinigami tensei trailer today yes or yesterday but uh i got two other games that i'm excited for i'll save the smt one last because i have the more more details on that one Mm. technically but fire emblem warriors and then the new Fire Emblem that's going to be on console. Because the last time Fire Emblem was on console was when Radiant Dawn was out. And no one really bought that. Mm-hmm. I, I will say Rebecca is excited for the Fire Emblem games. 
I'm hyped. Yeah, so I, I like Fire Emblem. Yeah, a lot, she's you know? she's excited for the Warriors because she did like Hyrule Warriors. Exactly. That's why I'm excited and, for. That's sad. <laughs> and um, why is that sad? Because that would the game was well. No, she has the new 3ds. But yeah. the old if she had the old no, 3DS, I know I know the issues trash. with the old one. Yeah, I know the issues, but. Which was, yeah, she liked, because I used to play the heck out of the Dynasty Warriors games. Yeah. And so I will probably play Hyrule Warriors with her. Or not Hyrule, um, Fire, Fire Emblem Warriors with her. Even though I've I've played maybe 14 hours of Birthright. It's more than I've the, played of yeah. for the game I had. I had I fun with it. 200 just, hours into that. I just, oh, I just, all three versions of the game. I just get hand cramps. That's why I have to stop on the 3DS. I get, my hands get cramped. Mm-hmm. Um... And then uh, Shin Megami Tensei Deep Strange Journey. <laughs> oh, that's what they call that's it? That's what it's called. They got a name? Because so, at first it was just called Shin Megami Tensei. If you guys are unfamiliar with SMT, I think quite a large people are, Deep Strange Journey, it's insane. Normally they don't ever make sequels or anything that are like continuous things to other SMT games. But this is, uh, I'm assuming, is going to be a sequel or takes place in the same like universe timeline sort of thing as strange journey for the ds that came out what 2007 or something like that so a long long time ago and a lot of people consider that game to be one of the best SM- mainline smt games um because people say nocturne which is three or that are some of the better ones that uh people have played so to see that oh it's crazy so it's you're, so insane you're glad that they're making if they're making a sequel you're glad it's this one well i think it's really cool because normally they're their own things so yeah. you don't have to kind of like because i'm more of a persona person mm-hmm. so per, like whenever they no persona is connected yeah no it's just connected. like boop, we're done story's over yeah the story's over but they're in the same universe yeah. um whereas this the persona people are in the yeah. same universe. the smt games are never well normally i don't think they're in the same universe or else that like world that they live in is always going into apocalypse <laughs> mode and being destroyed well, uh, uh, so you're saying this one was is a sequel but isn't the the one that came out on three yes That's so the, the apocalypse apocalypse one? is also a sequel so it seems like they're starting to do sequels more and more now which i don't know if it's good or bad i'll have to i haven't finished apocalypse so i gotta finish that first and then i'm gonna buy strange journey play through that and then once deep strange journey comes out i'll have all the information about strange journey so i'll play that and see is it good that they keep making sequels is it bad Mm -hmm. Uh, so you think you're gonna pick up a switch now no well i already was gonna pick one but i'm hyped even more because <laughs> no. uh, smt on console the last time it was on console was well not including persona 4 nocturne came out 2005 or something uh. it was ps2 okay and also not including tokyo mirage sessions that so kind of a question to both of you i mean it, it we we noticed this when we were at work that the switch games are more expensive yeah and we're like what's up with this yeah. especially specifically and this is numbers from Best Buy. No, we don't work at Best Buy. But I just want to say. That. <laughs> but anyway, um, the best is like Just Dance 2017 was the game we were looking at. Yeah, we were specifically yeah, we were using this as yeah. an example. The Switch game is $59.99. That's yeah. a $60 game for, for Just Dance. Not not too bad. But then you start to consider the Xbox version and the Wii U version and the PS4 version right. are forty nine ninety nine. Yeah. And the Wii version, yes, there's a Wii version, is yeah, $39.99. Yeah. So, uh, uh, the, 
what has come to be, and this is from PC Magazine, um, of where they wrote an article about this, was that the cartridges don't have a set price for when they're manufactured. That's right. why Binding of Isaac was, I think I spent $40 on Binding of Isaac. Um, and then why Zelda's $60 and Mario Kart's going to be $60. Mm-hmm. But on the Wii U version, even you're kind of like, well, on Wii U, it was what? 50, 49, you know, 49, 99. So what, what is the problem with the fact that in this, we, we even th- talked about this. It was the cartridge thing was that the cartridges are costing more money to manufacture. Right. When a, and um, it bases, and it's also based on their size too. Yeah. So, so with the, with the Blu-rays, it's easy. Five gigabytes, 40 gigabytes, same thing. It's the same disc. There's right. nothing different about it. You buy the disc, you put the stuff on it, you send it out with the, the cartridges, the problem is, is if you have a one gigabyte or a two gigabyte game or a thirty-two gigabyte game, they're all different prices. Mm-hmm. It's just like memory cards. It, when you go yeah. and buy a SanDisk memory card, they're different prices. It's the same thing that they're dealing with. So when you see Zelda, which is a huge game, it's like, yeah, it's like that's 20, why it's sixty it's like bucks. T- it's like twenty twenty-something gigs. I don't know. It's like twenty, but gigs. it's it's sixty dollars. Yeah, and the reason why is because it's a big game. Yeah, and then when you get Binding of Isaac, why is Binding of Isaac? You know. $20 more than it is on PC. You do get a whole bunch of stuff and they do, you, you are, I, I am noticing that there are like things that they'll kind of compensate for that fact of, well, okay, well, you guys are spending $10 more. So here's more stuff. The problem is, is there's the games that don't have it. Like just dance, just dance is literally the same game yeah, it's and it's more money. Mm-hmm. Um, $10 more, but that's, that might be the deciding factor of a person that has an Xbox one. Or a Switch. Or a it, Wii. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, yeah, at this point, you, you'll yeah. have another console. But no, no, you have no idea how many times at work I get asked, where are your Wii games? Where are your Wii games? I'm like, you <laughs> These <mean?"> two. <laughs> um, and I'm always, I'm like, you're talking about the Wii that's 14. I literally say that. You mean the Wii that's 14, like 14, 15 years old? That one? <laughs> and then they look at me, they always look like, yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, so it's like these and it is it is sort of a problem that it's gonna run into uh eventually i just don't want it cracking above 60 dollars. we can talk about this at a different time um i just want to get a quick response quick two minute response yeah what are you how are you feeling about are you worried no because i've i'm used to the six i guess i'm just used to the 60 dollar price tag okay okay even like but what if it breaks it what if there's 70 dollar game that comes out um we'll see it it depends on the game because i just i it depends on the game because i will spend more money for for a game if i know i'm gonna like it okay for you you got the you got the the 3ds uh shinigami tensei game yeah that's already 50 dollar 3ds game which is very rare atlas makes quality exactly so what if the next one is that's oh, I, bet the $70 you, game. I bet you it'll be 70 80 and that's not including the special edition which i will buy <laughs> so uh yeah I, heck i'd buy it. i'd buy atlas's games until they like went out so, business so you're so both of you what i'm getting at is that as long as there's content there's yeah. quality content and mm-hmm. it's 60 bucks or 70 yeah you'd be totally fine with it. yeah like i'm not gonna pay 50 bucks for bomberman i'm not gonna pay yeah. 50 bucks for one two switch um i 
I bought the super deluxe version of Mass Effect Andromeda, $100, because I know I'm going to like that. Mm. You know, like I said, I, I don't mind paying the extra money. And I'm, I'm all digital, too. Mm. I don't, we can get into that, yeah, the whole I, cost I, money thing yeah, yeah, yeah. in a different time. But I'm just part. saying, as somebody who is all digital, mm-hmm. who, or well, who is primary, I have like 147 games on my Xbox. Yeah, I have like I have, 160 something. Right? I have like, I don't know, eight on disc. Mm-hmm. You know, um, so as somebody who's primarily a digital user, um, when it comes to the, to the Nintendo and having to get their games physically and paying that $60 mark for a physical copy, it's, it, that doesn't You guys have me a memory much. card for the Switch? No, not yet. I don't have it either. Yeah, because I, I, I'm, I am going to download uh, I Am Setsuna at some point. I think that's like four gigs. Mm-hmm. So. All right. Well, there you go. That was my quick little switch talk that took 45 minutes. So, <laughs> Always does. <laughs> We're moving on to the second topic, which is going to be from this gentleman in the beard. Yeah. Well, I wanted to talk about um, right now going on uh, this year, half marks. And I know this is going to probably, from people who watch the videos, they're going to be like, oh, he's talking about this again. <laughs> You talked about Warcraft for two episodes, so you're good. Well, it's like I th- I think our viewers have finally know have finally know by now that I am a I am a huge Final Fantasy fan. Okay, really am. Really, really enjoy the series. <laughs> really enjoy the new. series. I don't know. They don't, I, don't, I think they could only see the top part that um, I, that was able to knock down fi- the other day. Most of my Final Fantasy stuff's over here. Yeah, but um, the right now they're celebrating their 30th anniversary. Now there's not many game series out there. How old are you? I'm 31. So how does it feel that a game is younger than a game series younger than me? Yeah. That I love is younger than yeah. me. I don't know. Like I've grown up with them, so it's kind of like me with Pokemon. Yeah. It's 20, 20 year anniversary. I'm yeah. 22 this year, so. Oh. Yeah, I know. Even like I'm it, as old as Pokemon. <laughs> yeah, like I mean, even games like uh, uh, Mario Kart 64, Golden Eye. A lot of games on the 64 are celebrating their 20th anniversary this year, and that's just for me, just like. Yeah, Bomberman celebrated twenty. But um, but yeah, I thought we'd talk about. I know you don't have much experience with Final Fantasy. Yeah, mine's more about numbers. So until you, you um, let me know when you want to hear. All I know that. Quinn <laughs> has played his fair share. Um, and I just thought maybe we could talk about some of our favorite memories, favorite moments, just things that you've enjoyed or not have enjoyed about the series. Um, just for its thirtieth anniversary, because they're they're doing their big thirtieth anniversary sale right now. On their on their website and uh, I think Humble Bundle has something. That, that. W- wouldn't surprise me. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I think it's just kind of you know there's not many titles out there uh, that aren't first party that are celebrating. That's not Nintendo. Yeah. That's celebrating thirty years. Mm. And so I just thought you know what if we just talk about it for a little bit like uh, favorite moments things like that. Like for, I'll start out, um, you know, uh, um, usually for me, moments uh, are, I like a good like twist, you know, or I like a good character who doesn't quite reveal everything. I, I tend to gravitate to the characters that are more of the mystery characters. Mm-hmm. Um, so before we get into this, yeah, is yeah. this, do we need to have a spoiler warning? I no. mean, just in this, I mean, I'm just saying at this point. 30 years you should be able to yeah, play some of these stuff. games are pretty old but so the only one the only game i'm not really gonna oh well i don't not do gonna, we want to uh, do this fan conversation where it is, eh, is a little sprinkle of spoilers 
or strictly it's, just... It's not going to yeah. be anything you don't already know. Okay. So there you go. Um, so, like, um, I, I think the the feeling that I got... Because the very, the very first Final Fantasy I actually, like, played, played, spent time on was actually 7. Back on the original PlayStation. And... And um, it's not one of my favorites, although it seems to be to the popular opinion. Um, but I and I and I understand why. Um, but it's not it's not in my top three. But that that moment when Ares gets shish kebobbed, <laughs> uh, that was something that. Let's see, how old was I? I think it was like thirteen, ninety seven. Uh, I was twelve. Days. I was twelve. I was twelve or thirteen, and uh, that hit me. That that came out of nowhere, and I remember playing through it. Like I was visually, physically, like sad <laughs> and upset because I had never played a game where you get so attached to a a character that's not the protagonist, mm-hmm. you know, and then gone. And as I'm playing through the whole game, I'm like. She'll come back, right? <laughs> this is a game. They're not going to do this. She'll come back. No, she didn't. She doesn't. And later on, now as you know, I became an adult and I've played it a couple of times through, I'm like, I appreciate the fact that they didn't do that because I bet you that's what – I'm sure it came up. Do we have her come back? But I, 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 I applaud them for sticking to it and, and finishing the story with her dead basically mm-hmm. um and that has always stuck out to me is in that they're willing to kind of take risks with their writing you know they're 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 they want to make sure that the story comes uh is at that top level of story writing now that's kind of hard to say with the past couple of games like i haven't i haven't played 15 yet i'm waiting one i'm waiting for them, them to finish it because i've heard the the, the past couple chapters the last couple chapters aren't technically finished and I'm waiting for all the DLC so I, I can just binge it all in one go. Um, I haven't played 14 just because I don't I don't have a PC that I can play. I don't have a PS4. If I had a PS4, I'd probably be playing it right now. It's fun. I played it with my friend. Um, um, that's the MMO one. Yeah, that's the, the newest, newest MMO. The, yeah. Um, but um, a lot of my favorite moments though come from 11, and that's just because of the moments that I have with my friends. But I won't. I won't get into those because those are those aren't something people our viewers can't possibly maybe relate to. You know what I mean? Um, They're watching this. So. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but um, it's, it's been it's always been the characters. I've always been attached to the characters that are more mysterious or ones that don't kind of give you their whole story. I think a good example is even though I know I've mentioned it before, even though I don't particularly like ten. Like at all, I think Lulu and Oron are some of the best characters uh, in the game. Lulu's like the witch-looking lady, and Oron's the swordsman, right? Yeah, the, the sword, swordsman. Yeah. yeah, and I the only I think the only reason why I gravitate to those two is because they hint that they have a past together, and they don't te- they don't really uh, exp- uh, give you their whole backstory. So there's this huge like aura of mystery around the two and i think that's why i've always have liked that particular pair um it's the same thing in like in 12 um i think because uh, each final fantasy kind of has like their i don't want to say like a couple but like a pair that kind of usually like comes together um like in well 
I don't think there was one in. I can't think of one in in ten, but like in um. Not even the main guy. But Titus? Titus? Yeah. No, I'm not talking about like a couple. I mean like oh, in in like in Final Fantasy twelve you have like Fang and Vanille. They they come up together. And then my, my favorite pair in the whole series is in twelve, which is Fran and Balthier. I think Yeah, I know. You looked right at my Fran figure. <laughs> um I loved those two together and their story and their dynamic. Um I love uh uh Balthier is like the perfect like uh, uh, I don't want to say space pirate because they don't go to space, but you know he owns he has like an airship. They're pirates, and Fran is just this mysterious like just. Uh, I don't want to. I don't know if you want me to swear on here, but she's just this. <laughs> I mean, awesome. It, we don't have. A, we've not sweared on the yeah, show for four episodes. I don't know if kick, you want to have a sense. She's just this awesome kick. Kicking all the butts. <laughs> character. <laughs> we'll keep it at a TV fourteen rating. Yeah. We'll keep it at that. Um, and I, she, you know, those characters in anime that don't say much, but when they do say much, you listen to them. I guess. You know what I mean? I've only seen very Or it, it's like the characters that never open their eyes, but when they open their eyes, you know, stuff's about to go oh, down. Like, like Brock. <laughs> you know, she's, she's that kind of character. Okay. She, you know, like those kind of characters in anime. She doesn't say much, but when she uh, says something, like you listen to her. Yeah. And then if if the mist spoilers, if the mist comes around, you get out of her way, or she's just gonna destroy you. And I I think that's one of the reasons why I really gravitate towards her because she's got a really sad story, and she's and she's just this monster of a character. When it comes to just she she can just wreck. And it's she's awesome. That's why I have a hundred and thirty dollar figure of her, right here. I don't That's know the, the play arts is. figure, right? That's the play arts Kai figure. Yeah. yeah, I can put her in any realistic pose, and it's awesome. Can you not bring her down? No, oh, yeah, I'll bring her down. See, it's, it's different when like yeah. you can do it. So this this one right here, I have her set up in this in this pose because I oh, like it. She's not. On the oh, that's okay. She kind of doesn't really stand. So, but yeah, there her right there. Um, I she's one of my favorite characters in Final Fantasy, and not because she's some scanty clad bunny lady. <laughs> she's a really well developed, fully fledged character. If she wasn't a lady though. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I like her so. design. It's cool. But yeah, I, I think that's one of the reasons why Twelve is one of my favorites is because of her and Balthier. I did not like the main character Vaughn. Oh, I wanted to be Vaughn. Just he's so annoying. But I, that's a whole other thing. But th- that that for me, just those those stories. The characters, the music, the settings. I think that Final Fantasy has just set this, has just has always set this bar that they kind of get criticized for now because people say, oh, it's not as good as it used to be. And I think that's just because people hold them in this really high standard. And I think for gaming, I think that's a good thing to have that kind of a company that has that legacy that people can say, hey, you need to be this good or you know we're going to get you for it. You know what I mean? Because you remember, you remember when twelve came out. Oh, people were. Oh, this is too linear. Blah blah blah. This combat sucks. But I feel like m- the longer it's been out, you know, more people have come to appreciate it more. Mm-hmm. Once people started to uh, stop bashing on it and give it a fair try. So what about you, Quinn? What are your your Final Fantasy stories? Um. Well, I just got to say right out of the way that like, I didn't. I haven't played. 
and completed a lot of the main Final Fantasy games because uh, I've just never been a huge fan of them. Like, I played all the way through 3, and I hated that game. I absolutely hated it. Uh, and I'm speaking, like, actual chronological 3, mm -hmm. uh, the remake on the DS. And then I played 4. I like 4 because I think Cecil looks cool. He's the transformation because he starts off as like a dark knight, dark knight and then he turns the into knight. a paladin yeah or paladin pa paladin's it the is term, yeah. okay uh and it, it, it's just a really cool moment in the whole game but i haven't beaten nine but from what i played so far i really like nine because it's back to its sort of roots as like a sort of high fantasy like all these like airships and stuff like that not to say that the later games don't have that but um like seven is like a lot darker and grittier, you know, in comparison. Whereas if you look visually, it's between... a little bit cloudy. <laughs> yeah, it's a little bit cloudy. <laughs> <laughs> Proceed. Um, whereas nine is just like beautiful fantasy sort of looking game. I love nine. That's my favorite on the. And I love the characters in nine. The characters are awesome so far. This guy right here. Yeah, that's Zidane, right? Yep, Zidane. He's one of my favorite protagonists. He's hands down. What's that? You might oh. have to lift him up. Oh, I'm not yeah. sure what the shot looks my, like. I have the Zidane little figure. I also have Squall as well, but I didn't like Squall. eight. Squall from eight, <laughs> but I didn't like eight, but Rebecca did, so we picked up Squall too. Well, he's got a gun blade. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's, yeah. Uh, but actually, I don't know if you guys knew this, but I, I, well, I've played a lot of the spinoffs and stuff like that, like Crystal Chronicles, Kingdom Tactics. <laughs> uh, I guess if you want to say that's a spinoff. Um, <laughs> and I played Final Fantasy Four Heroes of Light, which is on the DS, which I don't think a lot of people have played. It's a pretty fun just RPG game. It's supposed to be like a pop-up storybook. So when which you, one? Uh, Four Heroes of Light. Is that the one that they're bringing to the Switch? There's one coming to the Switch? That's, There's a Final Fantasy game that comes to the That's supposedly to the what it is. I, my friend said it was actually a, a new successor to Bravely Default, though. Because Bravely Default is actually a spiritual successor to Four Heroes of Light, but it's not uh, a Final Fantasy game. Okay, I gotcha. Yeah, because I remember when they were doing... Sorry, I don't mean to interrupt, but when they were doing the, the Switch announcement back in like July or whatever, and then they yeah. had that stream, they showed that Final Fantasy game that was like... It was like... It was like a 2D platformer, that's but not, is that 3D. That's not Project Octopath, is that? No. Okay, that's a different no, That's something else. But this, I just continue. And so I played a lot of Bravely Default, and I like those games a lot because it's very similar to 9. It's got the sort of, well, they got the chibi art style because graphic limitations of the 3DS, which I don't mind. And I love the art and character designs in those games. And also uh, the mechanic because you control you can control time in the flow of it's a turn-based rpg but if you want to you can spend like these points that you accrue over time to stop time in the battle so you can stop the enemy uh phase from them attacking you and then you can attack right away and you skip their battle phase oh that's pretty good yeah it's i like pretty that awesome. i get it it's like it's yeah it's like haste but better and also, each character has, like, signature abilities that you can upgrade and customize. And each character has their theme of their own theme song that, like, plays. It's not as good in 2 because it's a different uh, music uh, producer. Mm -hmm. But in 1, it was a lot more 
they had like when you heard their theme it fit their personality it was like so cool and you're supposed to chain those so like their songs can like go into each other and stuff like oh, that's that neat yeah it's really it they're that's fun cool. games that's why i bought them because they're kind of going up in price now yeah i haven't gotten into the bravely default or the bravely series what what, what were they called uh, yeah bravely, bravely default, Bra- and default bravely yeah. second which is it's the second game, but it's also yeah. because the ability where you stop time is called the Bravely Second. Oh, I got you. Because I know Rebecca was uh, thinking about yeah, getting. Yeah, of the, yeah. I know Rebecca was thinking about getting <laughs> Bravely Default for her 3DS, and I was like, oh, if you got that, I might try it. But we never picked it up. So. Yeah, it's pretty standard, at least in the first one, because it, you gotta go to the crystals and purify them and stuff. It's, it's the very Final Fantasy. It's the Final yeah. Fantasy. But I always loved those games. Uh. Yeah, that's all I gotta see about Final Fantasy. Yeah, I yeah. I don't have very much experience with Final Fantasy other than playing of what shame. I did, what I did shame. with ten. I did play ten. Oh. Uh, I played maybe like a half an hour of it, and I was like, no, I don't. You're like, like this I don't is like great. Any of this? I don't like yeah, any I, of this. How, I don't like this stupid sport thing, the sport ball thing. Uh, I don't know what this ball. Blitz, th- blitz ball. Blitz I, ball. I, I I never. I I only played the one part where you had to play it, and then I couldn't do it. Yeah, I, I was like, then, I'm not doing that again. And, uh, the constant interruptions of me just walking down a path, and all of a sudden, enemy encounter. I'm like, all right, well, I'm on a path. I didn't see anyone. It's and like I don't know, because as a Pokemon fan, I know in the grass. That's where the people are. Mm-hmm. When I don't know where anything's at, and then all of a sudden, boom! I'm like, dude, I just, I just want to get to the freaking tower thing. Just let me get to the tower. Can I actually interrupt real quick? <laughs> One great thing about Bravely Default, you can change difficulty at any time, which affects how much experience you get, and you can change enemy encounter rate. Oh, I did. What was the the other thing I really like about Bravely Default is the permadeath, because it could change the whole entire story. If the perma- isn't there like a permadeath? Is it oh no, that's or what's the one? That's that's fire emblem. That's fire, that's fire emblem. Has, yeah, has the if the characters die, that's they right. Stay dead. What was that fire emblem one? Uh, any fire emblem game? Any fire emblem? No, oh, it's yeah. always that's like what that. It's not, yeah, that's, that's what, what it's known for. Yeah. Okay, I didn't know about that part. Yeah, there, I, I think there's a reason why up. there's like thirty playable characters in the game. Well, bravely default and fire emblem whatever which one came out at that time came out at the same time mm. and i would always get them mixed up oh because they, probably that, that they was looked... second and then birthright and conquest yeah it, it was, was probably yeah. fire emblem birthright and conquest because those came out at the same time. i think it was birthright because because i got the yeah because when i was looking at them i'd always go oh wow that game looks great and then i would go to and i went to GameStop. i was like oh i i don't know which one this was <laughs> so if i get them mixed up now you know because i'm stupid on that but anyway the uh the what was I talking about? Yeah, so ten. I just couldn't I just couldn't do it. And then the I got the <laughs> so I went into into GameStop. This was when the anniversary edition of ten was coming out. Mm-hmm. And the, I go, Hey, I've never played Final Fantasy. I know the whole big hubbub about tens anniversaries out for PlayStation three. Is it worth getting? The guy goes, Yeah, uh if you you know I go, what what's a good Final Fantasy to get into? And he's like, Well, you know, it really, uh, it really doesn't matter. They're never connected. It's they're all different. Um, In terms of but the story, I, it yeah. He matter. goes, I like ten. The mo- oh, is my favorite. I'm like, okay. Well, what about this lightning game? Like this one's out for 360. Is the, can I get this one? And he, he's like, no. People have said that that one's not that good, or he he said it wasn't that good, something like that. And, and so, so you bought it anyway. No, I <laughs> bought ten. I bought ten and ten too. It was like a double pack. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, this game looks great. 
I don't know what I'm doing. I don't know what the whole freaking yeah. point of it is. Find dad. <laughs> it's like, yeah. all right, well, I don't know where dad's at. <laughs> but then, yeah, I just, and then uh, to have, uh, what's it, Johnny Test as your your main character there. I just couldn't, <laughs> couldn't do it. It's Wait, was he really voice, voice actor. acted by Johnny? T- yes, yeah, so look it up. <laughs> <laughs> so, so I'm really good at picking out voices. That's why I know who Troy Baker is. That's why I knew yeah, that Camilla Luddington was in there. So. Yeah. Usually when I have when there's a good voice actor, it's usually tied to a really good game. Uh, Johnny Test is on that verge of well, you you can slip a fart joke in there and it's called comedy. So it's on the edge of like I don't really like it. Um, so when I found out he was, when I heard the voice, I'm like, oh no, <laughs> where where have I gone wrong in this whole situation? Yeah. And so uh, I I. I yep started hearing it and then i got to the laughing scene and the guy at gamestop he's like just have have dubbed it's terrible but just listen to it until you get to the laughing scene and then after that you can go switch to du- uh, subbed and i'm like okay i don't know what that was yeah he goes you'll know yeah, yeah. <laughs> I go, it is so painfully awkward of a laugh because it's fake it is so fake and you're like i cannot stand this and it goes on for like maybe five minutes Mm -hmm. of them the girl starts laughing and then the titus starts laughing and then all the other characters and you're like i just can't Mm. (laughs) yeah i couldn't skip it either so i just recently got a a co-worker of ours hooked on final fantasy Mm. for playing what what did they play so yeah so they never played Final Fantasy before. They were talking to me. They were like, I'm interested in getting playing Final Fantasy. Which one should I play? And I, and I asked her, I said, okay, well, what consoles do you have? She says, well, I got a PlayStation 4, a PlayStation 3, and a PS2 that's not hooked up. And I was like, okay, I'm going to let you borrow Final Fantasy uh, uh, 13, 13 2. So she played through. She spent out a week playing it. And she, she I told her, I'm going to let you borrow this game. But I want it back. <laughs> well, no, no, no. Because I, I, well, I mean, I do have the 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 special collector's edition of it with the soundtrack and the little art book in it. <laughs> and so I let her borrow it. She loved, she loved the combat. She loved, she actually loved the game. And I, but I handed it to her and I said, okay, so this game is fantastic. But when it starts getting into the moments to where they start talking about how changing the future changes the past. Yeah, I just, exactly. I said you just gotta let it go, and just go with it. And she was like, "Yeah." Other than those moments, like the game was fantastic, and now she wants to play more. And so now, I, now I might let her borrow uh, my copy of uh, Final Fantasy Twelve. So it all depends on what console. I always ask the person, "What console are you gonna play it on?" Yeah. If they're gonna play it on the on like the PS3 or the 360, I always tell them go get thirteen two. Thirteen two, in my opinion, is is the best on on that console. Well, let's see. What the people around the world thought. These are the top 10 best-selling Final Fantasy games. I have them all here. This is all from uh, VGCharts.com. I thought it was like, eh, it's a weird website. But then I also found that Guinness also did uh, the best-selling one. And it was kind of the same. It was Mm -hmm. the same exact number. Mm -hmm. So I will take this with a grain of salt. Number one. Actually, do you want me to go from bottom to top? Go bottom bottom to top. Okay. Number 10 is Final Fantasy XIII-2. With 2.96 million, 2.96 million copies. That's not. We're I sold. don't think that's bad. I no, no these are not bad numbers. No, I bought one of them. I like I said. I think that game is is the best on that console. Generation. Did you have thirteen too? No, I never. 
had you were not a part of this two point. That was on Xbox 360. Yeah, that was on three six. Yeah, that Exclusive? was on exclusive. No, it was on three. No, it was on. 360 PS3. I didn't have a oh, PS3 okay. either. Oh, okay. Yeah. I was going to say, I was like, whoa, hold on. No, no, <laughs> Square no. totally no, no, no. backed out of that. No. Okay. Number nine is Crisis Core Final Fantasy VII. Oh, that, that's fantastic. 3.7 million units. That so. game made me cry. So what's the difference between this and seven? So this is Crisis. So this is like a, a, like a prequel it's to how seven it's his sword and yeah stuff, right? it's yeah. the story leading up to where seven begins so you like this one but you hate seven i don't hate seven i like seven <laughs> okay i like seven i don't want i don't want you to think i hate seven. i like seven it's it's not my favorite okay but i don't dislike it i don't feel the way i feel for 10 or for 10 and 8 is not including seven. Okay, I, I thought my, seven my, was in that category. My, my bottom two is ten and eight, or and then my top three are twelve, eleven, and nine. Okay, and then seven is like it was is just it'd probably be my top five, but I always say my top three. Well, at number eight is six and three. They're kind of tied. Three point forty two million. Oh, that's now hold on. No, is no, that no, because no, no. are you okay. talking? We, so yeah. Super Nintendo, it was released as. Oh, it was the same three, thing. Yeah, but yeah. It was I don't know. Six. Yeah, it's Final Fantasy six in Japan was released as Final Fantasy three in the U.S. Okay, and that's when you were saying the two thing, or no, you were saying three. That's why you I said I true meant three. true three. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. This whole. Yeah, that yeah, timeline yeah, thing people, is all yeah, messed up. A lot of people get that mixed up. Yeah, and that's okay. Final Fantasy fan. Yeah, and Final Fantasy six. Um, if you're on the, if you're on a Super Nintendo, is the one to go with, in my opinion. Oh, yeah. You yeah. played it on both. I played a little bit of it. That yeah, game you can is also really cool. you can also get it on. So you can get it, it on your phone. Is you it, can get is it different. It just has a fantastic story. So it is a different thing. What do you mean? Like as opposed to the three on the 3DS or in the DS, is it the same thing? No, no, no. three on 3DS is actual three. three. It's literal three. No, but what I'm saying is, is I thought you were saying it, they changed something. No, 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 no. Okay, all right. So it's the same story. But he's just saying if you can play it on the Yeah, that's Super what Nintendo. I'm asking. Is, yeah, yeah. What's the di- is, is it just because this is its true form? Or that that, that was the one it was really released on. So you're saying it's better to play on the true form than it is to play No, no, no. I'm saying if you want, if you, it's the best Final Fantasy for the Super Nintendo Got cycle. It. That's what I'm, That's okay. what I mean. Right. Like Sega Genesis, well, it wasn't on Sega Genesis. I didn't know if they yeah. like had modified it in some way no, 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 where no, you're no. like, hey, this is No, like you can get it on your phone now. You can get it, I think, on the 3DS. It's on you can get it, yeah, Advance. you can get it on, on all different ones. But if you're looking for one that, that was, that if you're looking for the, in my opinion, the best one that came out on in the Super Nintendo era is six. Okay. Number seven, Final Fantasy X-2. I never played that one. Five point twenty nine million copies. I regret buying that game. I that, like, co- that I, game comes with ten. Comes ten. With, comes with, <laughs> no, comes, comes with I mean, in copies, the PS3, yeah. yeah, in the PS3 version. Um, yeah, I I chose not to play that because when I saw it, I, all I saw was fan service. <laughs> That's all I saw. It was you didn't want to play either. Charlie's Angels the game? No. Oh, okay. That game makes I, me I cry. Seeing, <laughs> I remember seeing... A little party dies inside every time it, the PlayStation loads yeah, up. Yeah, I remember watching a friend play and like, here, I'll start a new game so you can watch it. And I saw the opening cut scene where like Yuna is like a pop star and I'm like, nope. <laughs> no, that thank you. That part made me cringe so bad. Yeah. That whole, actually, every dialogue, every ounce of every minute I played that <laughs> game made me want to just throw my Vita out the window. <laughs> oh, you played on Vita? Yes, I oh, played it on Vita. Yeah, oh, yeah, that's right. 10 and 10 2 did come out on Vita. There, that was the whole thing. It was mm-hmm. PS3 and Vita. Uh, number six, Final Fantasy IX with 
30 million units that's yeah that's my that's like i said that was in my top three if people are looking for one for the psx era i think that's people always say oh play seven play seven i always say no play play nine i always tell people play nine now we're in the top five number five final fantasy 12 with 5.95 million copies i will probably say that that one is probably my number one number one yeah well that's not because we got four more. Well, I will like not including. I, I, I've okay. Let me change that. I for me, I think the MMO is always going to be a bar above everything else, just because that that's a whole like four years of my life on that game with my friends, and so that one was always going to be probably my greatest experience in a Final Fantasy game. But in, for the single players, single player experience, I think twelve is, in my opinion, just top shelf. Would you agree? Have you played twelve? I. I haven't gotten a chance oh, okay. to play twelve. Mm-hmm. I wanted to because ever since I was a little kid and I saw Do you have a PlayStation <laughs> do, you, do you have a PlayStation two? Uh that no. works? Oh, no, God. I got I do. my PS two went down the shutter hole when I was exiled. <laughs> I don't oh, want to get into the details. Uh, you can stream it for them if you want. I have PlayStation two. I got the Elgato. Okay. Alright. <laughs> Final Fantasy thirteen with six point ninety million copies. I enjoyed it. Four. You said it was your favorite. 13? No. Oh. That's 12. 12. Oh, wait. No, the MMO one. You said the MMO was the next bar. Yeah, but that's 11. The MMO is 11. What? Okay, so 13 is... I don't even care anymore. (laughs) Like 13 was... Just stop naming them. Just call them MMO 1. (laughs) No. 11 was the first MMO. Final Fantasy 11 was the first MMO. And then 12... So you're saying 13 is not an MMO. No. 14 is the MMO. 13 is with lightning. The pink chick. What? Oh, that's right. That's right. That's right. That's the Xbox one. That's the only. Yeah, that's the only one. Xbox one we've got. I know what she looks like. Check it out. This, Pink. This oh, that's his that's sister. Yeah. That's... I have the the nice book. Guys, one. That one I I wanted to buy because I thought she looked cool, but apparently you know, it's not that good of a game. So. No, I. <laughs> but it's six point ninety million units at number. Four. I thought it was a good game. I thought it was a good Final Fantasy game. Um. I don't know why people were hating on it so much because it's just as linear as 10 was, literally. In 10, you just go in a straight line, basically, and the map just... No, you get interrupted every two seconds (laughs) with an enemy. (laughs) Yeah, but in this one, you can see them, so you can avoid them. I I bought the wrong game. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I I did like 13. I got all of the achievements except one, which didn't allow me to get the platinum, and the one that I didn't get was... um, the one where you have to have every single item in your inventory at one point in, in at one moment. And I'm like, I'm not going back mm. and getting all that stuff again just to do that. And I, but I got everything else in it. I spent a good 100 plus hours on that game. I really liked that one. And it, it kind of frustrated me that people were just bashing on it so hard because everything they were bashing on it for, you could say the exact same thing about Final Fantasy X. Comment section below. oh it's too linear it doesn't open up till the end it's like i heard about i think i think i was watching petty arcade uh one of their one of their um things they do they they had the uh penny arcade the series was uh they were talking about uh how two of their people uh were saying they had put 40 hours into the game and then that's when the game really opens up yeah but it's like 40 hours into the game that is a long investment yeah <laughs> but they enjoy it yeah they enjoyed yeah. it i mean i think the story was all right um i think uh, uh fang was my favorite character uh i 
uh, in that whole series. Probably because she's the dragoon, and I have a soft spot for the dragoon character types. I like Dragon the black Born. guy with the chocobo in his hair. <laughs> oh, Zash, yeah, that guy. I love that guy. <laughs> the, the dragoon, the dragoon character type in Final Fantasy games are the people that you see with the lances. Yeah, the, the dragoons arms. are cool. Oh. Actually, yeah. that was one of my favorite classes as a kid because in three they can like. I don't know if it's like that in other games, but they can jump up and then mm-hmm. come no, back. No, that, 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 those are their signature yeah. moves, is their jump abilities. Speaking of number three, we're <laughs> yeah. in the top three, because three was already announced. Um, Final Fantasy VIII with 7.86 million units sold. Yeah, I didn't like copies. that one. I, I Final did Fantasy VIII? I did not like it. A lot eight. of people talk about this. This eight one. Yeah, it's one of those love or hate, I think. It's one of those. I don't know many people in the middle, but I I don't like it. I I didn't like the combat system. See, I, I have a like feeling story. This one got the uh, got the. We'll get to it. The, I'll explain it in a second. Yeah. At number two is Final Fantasy X with eight point five million copies sold. Yeah, I think that has to. It <laughs> doesn't surprise me. But here's here's the thing: is this was the first one on the PS2. And so I oh, graphically it looks way better. Well, yeah, but usually the ones I have noticed with the Final Fantasy series is that the ones that are the first released for a console tend to do well, mm-hmm. and they tend to be, uh, they tend to be the favorites because they're the inter- for a lot of people they're the introduction to the series. Got it. Um, I think that's why a lot of people hold seven and ten on these pedestals because for those people it was probably their first Final Fantasy game, and so just the huge nostalgia factor for them is just off the roof for them. But that's what I have noticed when it comes to talking to Final Fantasy fans. What you want my opinion to be? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I already said he's got a gun sword. What else is there to say? Yeah. And at number one is Final Fantasy VII with 9.72 million copies sold, depending on how you ask, who yeah, you ask. But Guinness said this. This is from Guinness World Records. Yeah. Final Fantasy VII has sales of 9.72 million copies worldwide as of August 21st, 2014. It's the second best-selling game on the PlayStation 1, which uh, was beaten by Gran Turismo, which had 10.2. 85 million copies oh and that's from wikipedia um and is one of the best-selling console games of all time yep now Uh, i went okay you want to talk about seven like i'm i'm yeah like i'm not gonna like dispute that or anything like i think it seven is do you think seven is a seven Oh, I think seven's probably a not an eight or a nine in oh, terms okay. of rating. It's a okay. good game. It's just not one of one that I particularly hold myself in such high regards as everybody else does. See, I have the feeling that the reason why eight is up so high is because seven was it. Oh yeah, definitely. Everyone was like, yeah, well, I yeah. get eight. Oh yeah, yeah. Now here's the thing: the with nine's eight. all the way down here at six. I, I, the first, I, so I didn't play eight till I was in my twenties, but I do remember I did watch a friend of mine play through a good majority of eight and i will say watching somebody play it was okay <laughs> but i when i went through and played it myself it was just oh i couldn't i was Very having clunky. a real hard time i don't know if it was clunky. i didn't like the combat system um i felt like it was a huge reliance on the avatars for the fights uh i just the story was a mess in my opinion i didn't really find myself attached to any of the characters um i can't think of anyone from that game 
besides uh i can i can picture how they all look but the only name that i can even think of is squall Oh, and Renoa. <laughs> Renoa is the, is the girl. Okay. Squall and Renoa. Like, I will say that one, the ballroom scene, that everybody is familiar with it. Like, yeah. that's a nice scene, but it, I don't know. I, I feel like, for me, I think the biggest issue I have with, in particular with um, 10 and 8, is their love story, is, I feel, is very forced on you. And it feels unnatural, <laughs> and it feels very, like, thrown down your, down your throat. Cause like yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's, of the game of the little I've played of it, yes, that is very. Yeah, very I feel like they're really pushing you to be like these <laughs> ship these two. These two are supposed to be together, and there's like, and there isn't, and there really isn't much chemistry or development built up between the two to sustain that. And I feel like, because in in ten when you hit that one scene and everybody was seeing and I'm talking about where. Yuna and Titus are in the little pool of water together. You didn't get there because you weren't far enough. And they, I don't know. I don't know what they do. It's very, um, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's very, like, um, leaves a lot of up to your imagination. But I felt like, I was like, this is out of Aren't nowhere. Are they <laughs> Aren't they, like, teenagers? They're, like, teenagers. Yeah, but I'm like, this is oh, out of nowhere. Oh, gross. <laughs> Because I remember when it happened, it's like their their relationship at this point in the story is not at this point. Like yeah. this doesn't make sense. I'm like, hey, you don't, don't know. know. Maybe maybe they're always I, down to sometimes CTF. when you, you're in a pool of water with someone that you like, you just gotta go <laughs> yeah. for it. You gotta, <laughs> you gotta seize your opportunity at this point. You're like, know. when when will I ever have another chance to do this? <laughs> We're alone. We're in the yeah. hot tub. <laughs> There's yeah. no one else around. But yeah, I just, I just wanted to get that. Out it's time to make something else. Anyway, now we're anyway. moving on to um there's just so you know, the number one best selling game of all time. I tried I tried getting to see what Guinness you, World Records had got do, going on do here. Do you know what their what which Final Fantasy game has made Square Enix the most money? No. What? Take the guess. MMOs? The the Final Fantasy eleven has okay. made them the most money. Alright. Yeah. Um so I tried looking up because Guinness said it's one of the best-selling games of all time. Yeah. Now I was wanting to challenge them on this one. Yeah. I went to Wikipedia, looked up the top best-selling games of all time. They come nowhere close <laughs> because well, Tetris is on multiple platforms. It's on everything. It's on everything. Four hundred and ninety-five million yeah, copies yeah, of Tetris have been surprise. sold. Doesn't surprise me. Minecraft is sitting at number two, that which does, is that amazing. Surprise. Yeah. To see a modern day game at 122 million copies sold. Well, Microsoft look, is happy about that one. Well, let <laughs> but, me tell you this. How many copies of Minecraft do you own? I own five. How many times I've bought it? Yes. Okay. Oh, I, see, I bought see, it this is on the thing. Yep. Vita, yep. on. You gave me Xbox One copy, yep. but I got a 360 copy before that. Uh-huh. And then. Uh, no, I didn't buy mobile. I didn't buy mobile. Yeah, see yeah, that. Three. I, I feel like most. Yeah, a lot of those copies are people buying multiple copies. And which leads us into number four. I I don't I can't remember what number three was. I think it was um. It was um, some series that I was like, oh, it was Wii Sports. I was oh, like, yeah, no, no, that does not that's, count. That's bundled with the system. Yeah. That's that doesn't count in my opinion. But at number count. four was Grand Theft Auto Five, which has seventy five million copies sold. Yeah. And I bought that game. I bought it three times. I bought it. I only bought it once, and that was on the day one. You still have it? I don't have. I have it for the 360. Ah, uh, yeah. See, I have it 360. And I, then I sold that, got the Xbox One copy, 
got rid of that and then i have it on pc now yeah i i don't really have the desire like i did everything i got it to 100 percent on the 360 and then i did what i wanted to do online yeah, so i haven't had any story. desire to go to get it on the one so but then at number 18 is the game that we all play it's overwatch 18 we go straight from 4 to 18 yeah because the other ones i didn't really care i was like what other games do we play none of these they're like nintendo games there's like pokemon is on there several times yeah, and they yeah. bundle x and y together and they're still on that board yeah. which is you know good for them um but 25 million copies of overwatch have been sold and that and game's only been last yeah year. it's not even been a year yeah um so i i decided okay those are the games i wanted to see the hardware i was yeah. getting numbers now at this point uh this is of uh same from uh vg charts so i'm assuming video game charts.com mm-hmm. um it is, from February 25th to 2017, the 3DS is still number one at 64 million units sold. The PS4 is the same amount as all of the Final Fantasies sold mm-hmm. at 55.9 million units. So these are just for the consoles that are out right now? Yes. Okay. As so of February. Say, like, you, okay. Yeah. I got you. And then Xbox One, because we already talked about the other stuff. Like right. I think we talked about Wii and PlayStation Deal yeah, and yeah. how they're number one uh xbox one at 28.7 million views or million <laughs> views million units and then uh ps vita at 15.4 million units which is sad to That's see xbox good. one and ps vita right next to each other uh and then wii u at 13.9 million units that is that's even more sad because that means a hardware home console was outsold by a ps vita of a company that mm. literally does not support that well it's out of production so Actually, oh yeah! Both might at be the out of time, production. it was February. It was still the, technically Wii U was out of production. So uh, probably it was out of production since last year. Uh, that's true. That's true. Because it was during Black Friday, they mm-hmm. did all that mm-hmm. nasty business. But anyway, that's all the stats I got for you. Yeah. Um. Um. I'm just. I'm just glad that I. Hate I 10. I'm just. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I like that final, the cherry on top of the Sunday. Let, a, let us 10. know in the comments about how much you love ten and how 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 wrong we are. And how much you would love to be in a pool with someone you like yeah. <laughs> that you've only known for four days. <laughs> Jeez. All but right. um. But yeah, I'm just I as a gamer, I'm thankful that the Final Fantasy series has been around. 30 years. Uh, yeah. Think I 30 think more? 60 year anniversary? Probably. I wouldn't put it past them. Okay. Because, um, I don't know. <laughs> well, it's one of the, it, you know, it's not one story. So they can, they can just sure. pump out new games every couple years. Like, Final Fantasy I think the games 25. always look beautiful. I just never. I think they've always have set a standard graphically, um, uh, musically, and they used to set the standard for the story. I think it's been kind of lackluster recently. Um, but it, they used to set the bar, especially for the JRPG. And I feel like the game industry is better for that. We wouldn't have a lot of games right now if it wasn't for Final Fantasy. And so I just wanted to just talk about it for a little bit. We did. You, know? you thought this was a topic we weren't going to talk about for very long. We've talked yeah. about it for almost a half hour. Yeah. So that, that was that. I just wanted to touch light. They're 30 years old now. And this is a 30-minute episode. Ladies and gentlemen, please comment down below. What you guys think your favorite your favorite Final Fantasy is, Damn. and tell them how they're wrong in what they believe in. Yeah, we move it on to our third and final topic. Quinn, this is your topic. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so, I got now it's about to get. <laughs> yeah. I'm about to drop the hot question. <laughs> oh, I was. I thought that was my pen, and I was gonna <laughs> drop it. I'm like, uh, uh So my question is. What are your guys's some of your guys's favorite weapons from video games? Okay. 
Right. Uh, did you want me to go first, or did it's you your topic? Yeah. Whatever. Who do you want to start? Uh, I guess I'll lead off. Okay. Get my right. stuff out of the way. All right. So I have three. I just chose three because I thought three would be a good number. I have three as well. Okay. I, I have three as well. Awesome. Okay. We didn't even well, we plan go. that. <laughs> we are all set. So it's not in like my list for top ranking. It's just random just ones. Three weapons. Yeah. yeah, that's what I have too. It's just three. It's just three weapons that I enjoyed to use. Same. So my first is the Killing Edge from uh fire emblem series and what the killing edge is that's it's just, not bravely default no it's okay, not that's the one that has it's the, the tactical guy. rpg <laughs> grid-based chess game yeah and <laughs> that's yeah, what it yeah, is. Yeah, 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 yeah yeah and what the killing edge is is it's just a regular sword it's like a japanese katana but it's a weapon with high crit chance and the reason why I like this, because there's a killing weapon for every other sort of thing. So there's like a killer spear, there's a killer axe and stuff like mm-hmm. that. But the reason I like the killing edge the most is because swords generally have the most balanced accuracy out of all the weapons. And also because the first time I used it was, I didn't really get into Fire Emblem until much later in the series until Awakening. And when I first played Awakening, I hated that game. That's the first one for the 3DS. I absolutely hated that game. I got to chapter like 12 or something around the time where Lucina and Krom, you know, he's like, you're Marth. And she's like, actually, I'm, oh, well, actually, (laughs) I'm pretty sure everyone knows it because she's in smash and all that. Okay. But she's like, I'm actually a girl and your daughter. And he was like, uh, what? <laughs> what? He's still doing this? Yeah, he's like, what are you, what do you mean? You have blue hair and stuff? And she's like, yeah, and check out my eye. And then she has the brand, which is like the same thing that Krom has on his arm. And that shows like their lineage. And I got to that part and I was like, okay. And holy crap, let me tell you actually real quick about the, the cutscene in that. When it zooms in on her face, holy crap is it really realistic like it is her face is like she was real she's not like some anime it's chick. 3d <laughs> like i would have to show you how real it looks because it's so strange to see also on like a 3ds yeah. too and well, monster hunter runs 60 frames so that is true but it looks like more realistic than yeah, that yeah. like it looks i don't know how to explain it i'd have to show you and i started playing more and more and I still didn't really like it. I don't remember. It at really what... opens up 40 hours. <laughs> I didn't. Oh, no. This game I beat in 25 hours. Oh, gee. Well, uh, it's a handheld, so I guess. But I was like, I didn't. I don't know what got me to like it. But for some odd reason, like over some course of time, I was like, actually, this is pretty cool. So I started <laughs> yeah. like it. And there's this one character in the game. So the reason I played the game first off, just quick, is because Tharja. She's one of my favorite designed characters in all video games. She's the, like this dark mage character. And I saw this music video that had a picture of her on it. And I was like, I didn't want to play Fire Emblem or anything until that, until I saw that picture. And I was like, all right, I'm playing it. And I played the game up to the point that I got her. And I was like, now I can enjoy the game. <laughs> um, it was all getting through the weeds in this yeah. one. <laughs> She's still my favorite character, even after I played Fates and uh, some other games. Like in Heroes, I still have her. She's my main unit in that game. She's really cool. Still like her, but my she's she's his main yeah. main oh, yeah. squeeze, right? Yeah, yeah. Main squeeze, yeah. yeah. Main Hanzo. Yeah. Uh, but one of the coolest characters in the game in Awakening is Longku, and he's like this uh, Asian swordsman. And the first weapon he starts <laughs> off with is a Killing Edge, 
And it's really cool because he's voiced by Travis Willingham, uh, who voiced... If you played League of Legends, he's voiced Talon. If you played... Uh, I already talked a little about about in Full Metal Alchemist, he's Roy Mustang. Okay. Uh, he and he's played tons of other characters. I just can't remember off the top of my head right now. And so he has a really cool like deep voice. And when you crit in Fire Emblem, you get a little cut in, sort of like in Persona. But in Awakening, it's a lot cooler because in Fates, it's newer. It kind of looks cool, but it's not as cool in awakening in my opinion just because in awakening it's like a high res cut in like the actual art is at a higher resolution and the lighting is slightly different and also they do a different face than they would normally make in their portrait whereas fates they didn't i don't think they had the ability to do that because they had a lot more characters in fates because it's three games and there's different characters on each path and awakening is just of course one game and they thought it would be their last game so they tried making everything as good as they could possibly do and so he, when you trigger a crit, you get the little cut in, and they say their little like quote or whatever, um, and it's one of the coolest things to do because with the killing edge, it's a thirty percent chance to crit, and so whenever he comes in and he does this thing, and then it, the game pauses for a little bit, and you see the cut in come in, and you hear him going like uh, no hard feelings or something <laughs> like that, okay. or he's like be silent or something. He just says something cool. And then he goes in and you see the crit damage because it's like it goes critical and that's like 99. It's one of the coolest things in the world. Also, crits uh, have a different evasion factor than normal hits. So if you get a crit on an attack you normally miss, it's also the best feeling in the world too. So the other weapon I have is kind of like a similar feeling of why I like it so much is the Vorpal Blade from Golden Sun. I don't know how many of you Those guys have played Golden so Sun. so many words, like, tied to each other. So, Golden Sun is... <laughs> the Vorpal yeah. Blade from... What, Sun? Golden Sun. Golden Sun. So, Golden Sun is a game by Camelot, which is, like, a sub-thing of Nintendo, I believe. And they... If you haven't played... It, they're Game Boy Advance games. People regard them as some of the best Game Boy Advance RPGs that have come out, or that will always be. The one on the DS was kind of a lit down. Uh, to be honest, but the Vorpal Blade, uh, if you're familiar with uh, Alice in Wonderland, uh, the poem or whatever, it's a book. short story or whatever, yeah. uh, I believe it's Alice in Wonderland. She fights off the like jigger de jigger daggle whatever the random like I forget what the thing is called. It's just a jumble. The Jabberwocky. Or, yeah, the Jabberwocky or whatever. Yeah. And she uses a Vorpal Blade. That's her weapon that she uses. Okay. And so the Vorp- So your favorite blade is from Alice in Wonderland? No. Okay. But they, that's what the uh, it origins. comes from, the yeah, origins yeah. of it. And you get it in Golden Sun just from like a random cave you go through. And it was the first unique item I found rather than like a regular sword or anything. And at that point in time, when I first played Golden Sun, I wasn't used to like seeing cut-ins or special like animations uh, for things. And when you use the Vorpal Blade... Uh, it has some a percentage it doesn't show the percentage but it has like a percentage chance to trigger its special ability and it goes like the vorpal blade is unleashing a howl or something and so when you swing you shoot like tornadoes from your sword and you attack the enemy and by the way if you haven't seen the graphics for golden sun for the game boy advance holy crap if anything <laughs> that they're good at doing for like camelot in terms of like graphics it's making their games look pretty awesome 
And so when I first saw that, and also Golden Sun has one of the best battle themes of all time. Like if people, people don't know a lot about Golden Sun, but when they hear that battle theme, like that battle theme has a lot of views in comparison to like anything else. So when they hear it, they're like, oh yeah, Golden Sun. Um, or they're just like, this is kick ass or whatever. So that's just a really cool thing. <laughs> I like how you were totally censoring yourself <laughs> and then he goes on right there. I said TV yeah, 14. It's fine. TV 14. You're, you're good. Then, you're good. You're good. Um, and then my third is for also another series that actually I don't know. I'm pretty sure no under in the state that we live in. Yeah. The amount of people that know of this game is probably under 10,000. Okay. okay. And I and that is not an exaggeration, I don't think. And it's called Boktai. Okay. And it's a Kojima, a Hideo Kojima game. Oh, yeah. And yeah. it was for a Game Boy Advance. And He made a Game Boy Advance game? Yeah. The guy made and Metal it, Gear? Yeah, it has stealth mechanics too. Like you can knock on walls and attract enemies and stuff like that. And it has – so the reason it didn't sell well is it has a weather functionality. So there's a solar sensor on the bottom of your oh, game. Oh, I know. I know you're talking about now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the sun shines on it and affects the weather in the game, the amount of like the sun and the yeah, heat. Yeah, the cartridge has a solar panel on it. So you have to go outside. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. And it also charges your gun. Cause Curse you're... you, Nintendo, yeah, yeah. for making me go outside. <laughs> and the gun is called Gun Day Soul, which means Guns of the Sun, I yeah. believe, translates to. Yeah. And yeah, to use the gun, you have to go and charge it with the sun. Yeah. And wow. Like, because you're a vampire hunter. What if you... Okay, so you're saying because we live in Washington that... It's well, no, I wasn't cloudy. trying to say that in Washington, but I mean, like, overall, in terms of people all over the world, I was just trying to relate it to Washington oh, as okay. a number uh, that not a lot of people would have if they know about it, but also haven't played it either. Yeah. Uh, which that game is great because the fact that he was like, there's a solar powered vampire hunter is so crazy in my mind. I was like, why well, wouldn't to take it? <laughs> yeah, but it's also Hideo Kojima we're talking yeah, about here. Yeah. Like, and the music me he would come up with that. And the music is like a spaghetti western. And when you beat the bosses, you have to get you trap them in a coffin. And you have to drag them back to this. It's a solar pile driver thing, and you put them in the circle, and then you have a second initiation in the boss fight too. And it's the game is so great. So it, do you think? Uh, what is it? What, Boktai. What, no. Death Stranding, do you think you'll have to carry your PlayStation 4 outside to try and get some solar beam? No. <laughs> you have to cut yourself for blood to go into it to make the baby... <laughs> what, what's his name? Norman Reedus? Norman Reedus, yeah. <laughs> Actually, the whole reason why it's solar-powered in the first place, it wasn't for the DS version because uh, the reason it was <laughs> for the, the Game Boy Advance version was, was actually because uh, it was... More so thought of for not the SP, but the regular Game Boy Advance, where the screen wasn't backlit at all, okay. so that you would be outside anyway, or you'd need lighting in the first place. So if you're going to be outside or have some place with lighting, you'd already be charging up the solar power. Okay. Okay. Also, it factors in like when you play it at night, it is much harder. <laughs> like it affects difficulty and stuff like that. It's such a great game. I love it. And the, it's interesting. The, the, the daylight cycle changes in real time, so it's. Wow, it's so cool, and like ice melts when it's hot. Your food, you have food that can spoil or turn into jerky with the amount of like sun and heat. <laughs> the, like it's so in depth for a Game Boy Advance game. That is, I've never heard of a game that did yeah, that. Yeah, I didn't know by name, but I have seen. I have seen like how it looks with the little bar that yeah, pops out of the has top a little and thing. Yeah, it's mm -hmm. bigger than normal Game Boy. It's Advance like you things. know, you know, how, like on a calculator, they have that little solar thing. It has like one yeah. of those on the top of the cartridge. Okay, so any light could 
do it. You don't have to have the sun. No, it has to be if you aren't using the sun, it has to be like a UV like uh, okay. sort of well, light. You can so you can't lights. use a light bulb. You okay. can't use a light bulb. That sucks. So who's next? Uh, oh. I will choose. Uh, I guess I can go. Yeah. Okay. Well. <laughs> um. So for me. One of them is is from a game that uh, uh I primarily that, that I primarily played. Well, I guess you can play all three of these games multiplayer. But the one this one I'm gonna uh, one of them is uh I primarily use this weapon in the single player. But I'll get I'm gonna save that one for last. Uh, the first one I'm, I'm gonna go with is the classic uh Halo pistol. Okay. First first Halo. So the OP. The pistol. OP pistol <laughs> with a scope and everything. Yes. Uh, cause this was back on uh, on the on the original Xbox, uh, with the first Halo. Uh, we I used to partake in with my friends in high school, uh, land parties where we would go into a room. We talked about this on the on did the we show. did we yeah yeah, yeah. okay, yeah, okay. We talk- I don't remember <laughs> we're already four episodes in we have a back catalog. Yeah. <laughs> um, and and we would go and we'd have Halo parties every weekend and most of the time we would all be using the pistol. <laughs> And so it was just a big scoping pistol fest. Holy have you ever kid. done uh, sticks and stones? I have no it's idea. like uh, I think, yeah, it's pistol and grenades. Oh uh, no! So we, we would have like everything turned on, but pretty much you would just use your pistol. Got it. Um, because that was just the best weapon to use. So we were all just running around using the pistol and just the headshots and the jumping around and Warsong Gulch and peeking and getting the headshots like that though that was just a lot of fun for me and i just remember that gun just being ridiculous oh yeah it's really <laughs> overpowered <laughs> and so that that's why i put it on the list uh my 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 next one is another one from multiplayer gameplay from goldeneye the rcp90 you we, play goldeneye uh, not that much um I the rcp90 was probably the gun that we would play with the most in multiplayer. Everybody would be like, oh, I want to use, you know, oh, put on the, the golden gun for the golden gun. One one bullet, one shot. Like, no, no. We would always play with uh, the weapon selection to automatics. And so the thing with automatics is they all use the same um, ammo. So you can pick up any of the ammo boxes anywhere. But it was um like, uh, but the RCB-90 was this 80-round, uh, like submachine gun has this very you know it's like it was the golden eyes take on the p90 weapon if you've ever uh seen like that Call of duty <laughs> yeah it, yeah so it's like you know how that looks with like that weird like stock and the clip that goes up the top that's like sideways mm-hmm. um it was their take on that weapon and that that weapon was a monster you just would just spit bullets <laughs> all over the place and we would just get in because when you get hit and because you have large health pools you have you know it's not a realistic health pool in gold when you get hit with the gun it kind of bounces your character back so when you're shooting some <laughs> it does so when you're getting like you're saying you get shot with it you're gonna go yeah you kind of you can get pushed along the ground yeah as you're getting shot and so we would just use it and as we'd fight it would be tough to fight each other with them because it was hard because we wouldn't we would have auto aim turned off we wouldn't play with auto aim so we would have to use the c buttons to aim um because that kind of worked as like a second analog um and so it was tough to shoot at each other when we're kind of ping-ponging all over the place <laughs> yeah i mean it was subtle like you would you wouldn't move very far but the fact that it's spitting 80 rounds at you really fast yeah. you're just kind of like 
moving around. Yeah. Got it. Um, and so that was always a lot of fun growing up. Um, and then the last one for me is my is going to probably be a gun that you guys probably don't know about. It can't be any more elaborate than what he came up with. So. Um, viewers will probably know it. I know it's been featured in other like top 10 weapon lists, you know, on YouTube. And it's the Cerebral Boar from Torok 2. I've always wanted to play Turok. Turok 2 is Turok 2 is one of my favorite first person shooters on the N64. And um this particular gun was this alien weapon and what it was is it would take like 5 seconds and it would lock on to the enemy's head, okay? And then they would shoot this little thing about like this big that would then attach to the head. And then there was a drill inside of it. And it would drill into the person's head. And you would see, and it was graphic. Like, you would see just stuff coming out of the, like, it would attach here. And you would just see stuff coming out of here. Like, brains and blood and gut. Not gut. Oh, those N64 Um, (laughs) graphics, too. And they would just stand there. They would stand there and have, like, a seizure while this is happening. And then it would drill into their head, put a grenade in, and then blow their head up. And just watching that, when you're, you know, I was like oh, 13 or 14, uh, okay. uh, was very entertaining. I can only imagine. But yeah, and it had this very distinctive sound, too. It had like this, like, kind of noise when it's finding it. And then it had this really, like, nasty sounding drill. And it just, it sounded like a, like they put, like, a whole bunch of, like, uh, bones and, like, meat in a blender and just like uh, and, then, okay. and then it goes boom wow yeah it's a very it's a very memorable weapon like when once you've seen it and once you've used it you will never forget it it's it's so it's so unique and i i just always loved using it <laughs> okay <laughs> i mean we didn't we because we used to play a lot of truck multiplayer truck multiplayer was also fantastic it was oh everything it's kind of hard because um Multiplayer on the 64 was tough because it was always overshadowed by like GoldenEye and um, Perfect Dark. And, you know, those that's like the, the peak, the pinnacle. But Turok 2 multiplayer was really good. But we'd always ban the Cerebral Boar because it was, it was a one-shot kill weapon. Yeah. You know, you can get the lock on and get it off. You, you were guaranteed to kill. So. so my weapons are not as, like, crazy as that. One of them might be because you were shocked by what I said. Oh so. Um, I'm going to, I'm going to start with in order of when I played the games. So Halo, it's going to be the Needler. I think the Needler is the coolest gun. Now I'm all, I'm basing them off of the coolest guns that I've seen, except the last one I'll say, because that one was purely off of, yeah, I'll explain later. <laughs> so the Needler from Halo is one of the coolest guns I've ever, like when I got to see the Halo, the Needler for the first time in Halo, um, and then in Halo 2, like you got to play as arbiter and that was just a gun you had it was it was crazy because i mean think about it these needles are like that long and they're in this and they're they heat sink you mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden they just stick them up and then all of a sudden boom it's kind of yeah. the same thing with you know your turok thing it's when you're playing against friends mm-hmm. and your friend was the the jerk that had the needler, yeah, and you're like, like oh, well, I'm dead. Yeah, you're like, well, stop his needler. He's on the way. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, it's it was it was one of the coolest. Thing. It's still one of the coolest guns I've ever seen. You know, it, w- the color design on it. You know, with the purple like needles and the blue look to it, and make it look with the covenant. 
um it's just a great combination of colors and it just looks really cool and then when you hold it like now there's toys now that we were talking about like how there's like a nerf kind of gun it's not maybe a nerf but you know um when you hold it you hold it inside and then it kind of over like takes your arm a little bit um and that's really cool uh the second gun is from gears of war and it's got to be the lancer the lancer is one of the dopest guns i've ever seen i, I think that's um, kind of been like has kind of become like an, an iconic xbox oh yeah, well, well, yeah like, now kind of symbol and when you think of gears of war you think of the lancer yeah, you yeah, think 100 and if you don't know what the gun is you know what it does and yeah. this is the gun that literally you pull the chainsaw and that's it he's now hamburger at this point um <laughs> I, I Gears of War brought a, a sense of violence to the game, but also in a sense of it's worth it. And when you can pull it off, you feel accomplished because it's hard to do sometimes. If you're if if I was to go up to you and try to do it, but David's back here and he's on the enemy team, he could just annihilate me because I I'm in animation and as soon as I get out, I'm dead. Or yeah. he could kill me halfway through. Um, so whenever you got to pull off a, a chainsaw kill when with a lancer, you were normally very taunting, or it was very hard to do because you the other person will be fighting back along with the other people with them. Um, and then the third gun is just the regular pistol from Bioshock Infinite. Like I had that with me the whole time. You can only have two weapons, right? You can only like yeah, you can only have two weapons equipped at one. Yeah, point. yeah. I had the because it, it every well, enemy so, almost yeah. drops all that ammo um there were no you know what i i think i didn't when i i replayed it on ps3 on my personal channel before i was doing primal target and i think i had the hand the, the pistol the whole time mm -hmm. I, and the secondary weapon i would switch off with like i, I can't I even think, remember I, the weapons i think the for myself i think i primarily used the pistol just because you kind of have to because yeah, it's the it, mo the ammo is the most abundant and then i think i used like the shotgun as my secondary yeah well and then um in in bioshock like the it's a little bit of a different story because you have all of the weapons like you can carry everything right. um but the wrench is comes in handy more often than not because you just hit somebody yeah. in the head with it or you have to hit something to get it open yeah um and so even in Bioshock, like I would use the wrench a lot, but in Bioshock Infinite is definitely like the the pistol or whatever like starting gun he gets that I held through the whole game, mm -hmm. because it comes in handy way more times than not, and I don't feel like oh crap I'm using valuable ammo right now. Right, I, like, you have abundant amount of handgun ammo as opposed to when it comes to the shotgun or um whatever other guns there are in the game. There's, I can't a, there's even a, like an assault rifle, but I never really used the assault rifle. Yeah. Cause I, I think it was harder to find. Yeah. I primarily just used the, the pistol and then the shotgun if I needed to. Yeah. Yeah. Poker catch. That's all. That's all my, that's all the weapons. Yeah. I just had those that's three. I'm going to show you a clip or a clip of the cerebral bore after this. I just <laughs> okay. have to. All right. Look it up on YouTube, ladies and gentlemen. Or you can comment it in the comments like you did yeah. in the last video. I love your comment, <laughs> by the way. Your comment made me laugh so hard. <laughs> um, I, didn't, I didn't knock over anything this episode, so I think it was an accomplishment. I moved the table. I, well, <laughs> I didn't have to move because okay. I didn't feel claustrophobic. That's all good. So, That's okay. Um, anyway, any closing statements Nothing about this topic? Oh, no. Good? No, I'm good? all good. You good? We're good? Uh, okay.
it is the end of the month at this point if you've watched them part by part you have gotten to the end of the last episode so it is now time to check in with what are we playing what did did we play in the month of march because the way we do this we record them at the top of the month Mm -hmm. so that they're out throughout the rest of the month so what what have you been playing in in i've been playing a lot of this right now mass effect i'm playing a lot of the mass effects i'm really liking it i don't care what people say about it i I mean i i've heard other than I know little gripes and stuff. It's still a good game. Like that's yeah, what everyone says. I, looking, yeah, the animations. Have you seen the the gorilla walk? Yeah, yeah. I've that, uh, I've heard a lot of bad <laughs> yeah. things about like animation wise. Yeah, but... like the the animations aren't don't kill it for me. Yeah, they're janky. I, like I was talking to so like even <laughs> just yesterday, <laughs> I ran up to go talk to this NPC and my character momentum went went by so i started the conversation and went by the person i was talking to no 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 no. i stopped i stopped but i stopped like a few feet past the person yeah and then whenever shepherd or not shepherd sorry when a writer would talk to the person her head would just yoink (laughs) yeah yeah and so i just was like okay all right yeah your head would just do a complete 180 to talk to the person. Oh God. You showed me that one clip of you kicking around the laptop in midair. Oh, yeah, Beecher's like... laptop. I'm pretty sure everybody can do that. I bumped into it, and it just started floating away, and I was like, okay. <laughs> but like I said, I even did another clip where one of the enemies, like, freezes up in a ball. I'll show you. Um, <laughs> like Samus? <laughs> I'm, no, he like, waits, like, he, like he's waiting for me, and then I he like an NPC like crunched <laughs> up. Like. Well, like he's standing there waiting for me, and then he tries to come at me, and then something happens, and then his legs just all like bunch up together, and, he, and he's and he's stuck. Um, but like I can look past that. I understand that they're that the the, so the scope of the game is large to the point to where. Uh, I can look past that. It's, it's like the Skyrim effect. That's what I'm gonna start calling it out. The Skyrim effect, where yeah, it's it's super. There's bugs all over the place, and it's not perfect. But the 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 scope of the game is so big that I can I understand that that's gonna be an issue, and I can look past it. The people that are complaining, the fact that like the females are ugly is ridiculous. I'm like that's so. That's so wrong. That's the Did one that. Did you see Mass Effect one? <laughs> that's the one that I'm just I'm like. That's the one I don't understand when people are like, oh, the females are so ugly. Blah blah. I'm like, who? I don't. Yeah. It's like, come on. I can understand complaining against complaining about the bugs, but complaining about how the characters like physically look is like, come on. Yeah. But I am enjoying it. I have, I've had it for almost a week. Actually, I have I've had it a week today, and I'm at like thirty five hours, and I'm loving it. Nice. What games have you been playing there, Quinn? I've been playing Fire Emblem Awakening. I bought it again. Yeah, I thought you were going to say the, the mobile game. <laughs> well, I, I have been playing that one too, but I play that at work, and then I play yeah. Awakening when I get home, uh, whenever I have the free chance, but I've been whipped around lately. So. <laughs> <laughs> okay. They've been controlling me. So, uh, But I've been playing Awakening again, and I forgot how good some of the dialogue is in that game in comparison to like birthright and conquest just some of the a lot of the character interactions are very humorous and great so nice yeah i've been playing a lot of zelda i've been playing a lot of zelda breath of the wild and uh i've been playing well just see this last month i started doing the twitch thing twitch.tv slash prime underscore target you can go follow there um 
I've been doing the uh, I, I played Harry Potter. Now, if you saw in the comment section below, you saw Nato Potato. Mm-hmm. This dude, shout out to Nato Potato. He's he's for for the fact that he has a cool name. He also uh, he's been on the journey with me. Yeah, I played uh, Harry Potter. And and the Sorcerer's Stone or the Philosopher's Stone. Twitch forces me to say Philosopher's Stone, but we all know what the right one is. Um, the, uh, so I beat that and uh, on on Twitch, and it was so freaking hard because they don't tell you anything in that game. They're like, "Oh, the final boss, obviously, spoiler is Voldemort." I guess, as as. Uh, and so, because of the end of the of the movie, it's exactly like the movie. I thought it was Hermione. Oh, well, you do have to go and save her from a troll. Um, and Ron stands there and does nothing. Like you. <laughs> so the, the long-running joke is now Ron doesn't do anything. But then I had to play, which led into playing Prisoner of Azkaban. Yes, I know, that's the third game. But here's the problem. Chamber of Secrets doesn't work. It just doesn't want to read the disc. It looks different than all the other ones. It has a blue disc you remember when the playstation 2 yeah. games some of them had blue discs mm-hmm. it's the only one that does that every other one looks regular that one doesn't work i don't know why um so i started playing prisoner of azkaban i played about three hours into that and uh it was it's still you can actually play as all three of them you sw- they all have different perks uh harry can run and jump over things ron Ooh. can um Oh, what can Ron do? Stand there. Nothing. Yeah, stand there, do nothing. Uh, no, Ron does. He does something special. But I know Hermione's is uh, she can crawl. So that's Hermione's ability. Uh, and then the others, uh, I I did. So it, when when I played Sorcerer's Stone, because when we did the we po- I posted the video about the greatest achievement. Mm-hmm. That was a pretty good achievement to beat Harry Potter and Sorcerer's Stone because. Literally, the Twitch chat was helping me. I had no idea. I couldn't look it all up because all this stuff's running on Twitch. And so I was like, well, I can't I can't look any of this up. And so they posted, I think it was Nato that actually did it. He posted the exact, he wasn't online yet. So I was like, I don't know how to do this. So then he gets online. He's like, I'm. he, uh, he goes to GameFAQs, takes the thing, copies it, posts it in the chat. And I go, oh, that's how I was supposed to do it. <laughs> and I beat him. It, it was so bad. It was a little embarrassing, too, because someone was, uh, uh, this guy named Alex was uh, hosting it. Yeah. And so, like, his audience was watching my stream. It was like, I had, like, four or five viewers. I was like, oh, that's about average. And then all of a sudden, it went, jumped to, like, 20. And I was like, oh, my God, <laughs> I look so dumb. I'm like, I don't know what I'm doing. Uh, but surprisingly, a lot of them stayed around. A few of them uh, followed us, which is great. Um, but, yeah. That was at the top of the month. At the end of the month, after I got the Switch, I've been playing Zelda and, and Binding Isaac. Um, and hopefully, want to get back to doing the Twitch thing. Hopefully, I have been doing the Twitch thing. Future Ryan, if you haven't, shame <laughs> on you. Um, that's what I've been doing. So. Cool. Are we good? I think we're good. Okay. Well, Here ladies we and gentlemen, that is going to bring it to the end. Hopefully, the out- this is Ben Bitcade. See, when the thing goes... <laughs> That's when it, anyway, <laughs> so, uh, we're gonna, th- this has been Bitcade. It has been a fun, uh, journey this episode. It's the longest episode we've done two hours of solid Holy content. Crap. Wow. That's a lot, but, uh, hopefully you enjoyed it. Uh, the Twitch, uh, the 
the switch one came, went a little bit longer than anticipated, but it's okay. Um, remember, all the episodes get split up throughout the month. Every single week, an episode of Bitcade is posted. And at the end of the month, the full episode is posted right here on YouTube. You can watch the full video in all of its entirety. Whew, good luck on that. And now... You can go over to twitch.tv slash primal underscore target. Go follow us over there on Twitch. You can also subscribe to us right here on YouTube. Primal target. We don't have the link. YouTube. Um, (laughs) So also Twitter, primal underscore target. We're on facebook.com slash primal target. And uh, yeah, what else is there? I think that's it. That's all we have. You can follow me on Twitter. Ryan, Ryan E. Moore, uh, what is your Twitter handle? I forgot. Oh my gosh. <laughs> he doesn't have one, so have one, can't something. connect to him socially. On Xbox, I don't know, you want to share your Xbox thing? Um, you want friends to play with you? Maybe not yet. Okay, alright. He doesn't He doesn't trust you yet. You gotta put in the comments below. You say, trust add me, me please. Just say, trust me. <laughs> That's all you gotta say. And then the people that get to this part of the video will go, oh, I got it now. Ladies and gentlemen, that's going to be it. Thank you so much for watching. Thank you, David. Thank you, Quinn. This is Bitcade, and we'll see you guys in the next video.